Who are you? He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. That's what I'm talking about, man. Wait a minute. I know you. You got the name tag. You're in my world now, Grandma. I know that, dude. He's a modern-day Yoda. I'm your huckleberry. Allow myself to introduce myself. Greetings and salutations. We came, we saw, we kicked it down. You're excited. Feel these nipples. That boy is good. Mm-hmm. Good and terrible. Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! This is the Mike Rutherford Show on the Big X. Sportos, motorheads, geek bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, they all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Welcome, everybody. It is Thursday, September 22nd. Happy first day of fall to you. And it feels like it. What a welcome change in the weather. This is the Mike Rutherford Show on 1450 AM, 96.1 FM, streaming all over the land. You know it better as the Big X. Mike Rutherford here with Trevor Kelsey, as always, in the UofL College of Business Studios. Uh, For more information, as always, visit college.louisville.edu. To find out more about how you can earn your MBA in as little as 13 months and also how it can feel like you're getting paid to earn your MBA. Uh, we're here until 5 o'clock. Another short show. This is the uh, the swan song, the last homestand for the Louisville Bats. So uh, I think after this week, we'll get back to, to normal hours. I think, well, they, they have one more week, but they're in Gwinnett next week. And yeah. I, think, I think the games are late. I think they are. I know Wednesday's a day game, which should not affect us, though, because unless it goes long, we may be like maybe 30 minutes late getting on. Okay. But we shouldn't be no more than that because it's a noon start, I believe. So we should be we should be good. Should be good to go. Uh, Monday, Tuesday. I don't remember what their times are. I think they are. I think they are six thirty five pregame. So we should be good. We should be good today. We're, we're short show though. Tomorrow we're back to three to six normal hours there. But three to five today. We'll hand the baton over to Joey Demling, the Cardinal Insider, at five o'clock. Uh, as always, we want to hear from you in the next two hours. 502-414-1450. That's the number to text into the show. It's the Thornton's text line. And while you're at it, download the Refreshing Rewards app. Saves you money at the pump every time you need to fuel up at one of the 63,225 area Thornton's locations. There's that many for a reason. They're damn good at what they do. We love our friends over at Thornton's. Got me a little Thornton's meal on the way home from the game last night. A late a boy. night. A little late night. Yeah. A boy. Nice, nice. Thank you. Bats last night I saw uh, did not go great. That is an understatement <laughs> and a half. Uh, I thought whenever they don't post the final score on the on the Twitter account, didn't take long for me to regret the bet of taking the bats last night. Uh, they they fell about uh, thirteen runs short of covering. It was uh, and then I believe it, it was seventeen to one was the final score. I believe so. Um, and then of course it, it, there was a slight delay in the the top of the ninth when the uh, the sounds hit another three run home run. I think their third straight inning with a three run home run. And then the very next pitcher, our very next batter, get plunked right in the middle of the back. Let's. I, I think I know we have a, we have a week and a half left, and if you want to catch the Louisville bats, you've got three days left to do it. They're at home Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And, and by all means, make it out there. I believe it's bark at the uh, at the park tonight, probably. Um, and then they'll have fireworks Friday again. Last fireworks Friday of the season, I think uh, tomorrow. And uh, you know, we, we, no, I'm Saturday, I think as well too. Well, they okay. I think they do them Friday and Saturday, if I'm not mistaken. Regard. Well, I think Saturday's a day game though, so it's they play at one. Oh, they do. You're so right. I, That's right. So yeah. probably no fireworks there. But regardless, encourage you to make it out to the ballpark. Having said that, 
I should have known that. Let's now let the record show. I think we have enough data to 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 reflect upon the fact that I cut the intro video audio for two teams this year. One was the Louisville men's basketball team. We were very pumped about it on the show. It was a lifelong dream of mine. I felt very, very, very cool. And then proceeded to watch as the, the basketball team won 13 games, had arguably the worst season of my lifetime. The coach quit halfway through the season, and it was just a complete disaster. And the, the Louisville Bats still, they're like, you know what? You're Lane Kiffin. You're going to fall upward. We're going to keep giving you shots here. We believe in you. Can you record record the audio for our intro video? I like I like to state though, for the record, it wasn't just the worst record in your lifetime. It was mostly baby boomers' lifetimes as well. Well, no, it wasn't the worst record because the worst last season, the least. last crumb years had worse records. True, but they, they were twelve were... and nineteen. We won thirteen games, but still, I think maybe arguably the worst yeah, season yeah, we've had. Yeah. The bats come calling though, and I'm like, all right, let's turn this thing around. <laughs> Clearly, they weren't paying attention. <laughs> I do it. It's a great video. It looks awesome. They're still playing at Slugger Field. With a week and a half left to go in the season, the Bats are now 30 games uh, under 500. They are nine and a half games out of the second-to-last place position in the in their division, the International League West. Their run differential is minus 168. The next worst run differential in the division is minus 55. I I can't stress this enough that it's not my fault. Compare that to how many runs the Nashville Sounds have scored this year, too. They've scored like over 200, I think, more runs. They are plus 161. Yeah, something crazy. Like they, Nick, Nick dropped the stat last night. I was just like, ooh, that's not good. <laughs> this is not my fault. Did you, do a, I any, need, did you do a video for the Reds, too? No. See, case in point, <laughs> not my fault. I, like, what's the biggest no-brainer, can't, can't have, possibly have a bad season team in town? Because I need to do their intro. Maybe Louisville women's basketball. Well, I think would, I'm calling. I would say maybe do a video for maybe who's the favorite for the next year's Derby, but then for all we know that you'll end up putting that horse in the Elmo's glue, Elmo jar. So I mean, come on, Trevor. Let's not do that. Glue jokes. <laughs> come on. Come on. Um, Is that dog food? Also, the, the, the Derby favorite has had some some rough sledding in recent years. Have they? They won like eight years in a row, but then yeah. we had like the disqualification. We had in the last year. It looked, like, yeah, I feel like there was a long stretch where it was just like the favorite every year. It was. It was last boring. year looked like the favorite's home, and then Rich Strike comes out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Rich Strike. Yeah. And uh, so I don't know if that's the way to go. But maybe like, what's the. I mean, I mean. Who wins every. Say next swimming. Loose City is pretty. pretty Loose City's good. I mean, they're, they're, they almost every year make it to the title game. And let me point out once again, I did do the coin flip. You did. Loose City, and they won 5 nothing. Well, Big X has. Several ties with Blue City. I mean, not to mention the well, first championship a, was brought to you by TJ Walker. That was not a big X thing, but I appreciate the, the well, you, big X has got me nothing. Retroactively Anything, anything you did before you got here now connects to us. That's fine. That's how it works. It, you know, it's like the ACC legends. ACC yeah, legend. Yeah, yeah, Lenny Lyles. <laughs> I stand by. Stay next swimming. Come calling. They win. I think they've. I believe they've won like thirty-five straight state championships. They've won like Ooh. three straight national titles. I need to do the intro video for Stanek Swimming this year. UK rifling. Oh. Well, now I kind of want to jinx them, though. I'm also worried about what happens if you jinx a rifleman. <laughs> we shoot it straight. <laughs> I mean, we shoot it long. <laughs> Make sure we're going to have to have nobody around for this one. In a world. <laughs> I can't do UK's not even a local team, though. That's, that's, that's like, we don't, we don't cover UK. I mean, they're close enough, right? I mean, if anything, I stand by Stanek Swimming. I don't know if they have an intro video. Can we video. use your power for good at some point now? Stanek's social media team, hit me up. Even if you don't have, like, even if you don't play a video before swim meets, and I can't imagine you do for high school swim meets, you have a social media team. I know you have a Twitter account. 
I'll, I'll voice an intro video for you. We'll make it. And if we don't win state, if you guys don't win, I say we now. I'm a stay next guy now for this. Ooh, uh, I, say, I say it's on Pride Week for fraternities next week. Yeah, nice. It went a flip-flop there. There was a, <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. I was dropping my kid off at school, and uh, one of my my friends who's uh, who has a kid there as well who went to stay next was like, rivalry week, Rutherford, we got you. I was like, I, I forgot the game was this week. Um, but stay next swimming, hit me up. I'll do the video. If you don't win state, I'll never do another video again. Okay, well, here's done. Let's let's. I want to hear what would the hype video for a swim team sound like? I would just reel off of, like their accolades: seventy-three straight state championships. No one is seventeen swim. national championships. Four Olympians. <laughs> swim because Trinity was always swim like a rock. It was a funny thing to say. It was always their, their, their rock sinks. Well, that's the joke. Oh okay. yeah. <laughs> it's not, I was funny when you explained it. I felt it's a like. clever line. Yeah. Now you you got to do you got you got to something like. No one is smoother in the body than Saint X divers. Yeah, I can. We, we can work the, the, the butterfly stroke that will make you blush. We can make this happen. But the uh, the, the bats have been cursed. Men's basketball has been cursed. Don't hit me up again. I'm sorry. It's it's uh, it's not my fault. But just to be safe, don't. I, I, I probably shouldn't be doing that again. The people have spoken. I also did. They used me for the intro video, like on the. Uh, I, I You've said, done like, recruits line. too. I've done rec- and the recruits so far we've landed them. Yeah, but that doesn't mean they're going to be any good. They're going to be good. Have you jinxed the, the, the futures of these young men? I also did the there was they used my voice for like the pre like pre pre video at Carnal Stadium in 2017 when we started to suck under Petrino. You're the reason Petrino gave up on us. Probably. I, I hear this whole time I thought it was you just mad he got kicked out of the SEC. Probably. It now was all you. I, I'm having a little bit of a rough day. We we. Um, Why are you okay, buddy? You well. Need a hug? We had handshake. We lost our babysitter for the day. Illnesses going around, so we were scrambling at the last second. That was not good. Virginia already had like a scheduled doctor's appointment, so Mary was taking her, and we realized we didn't have anybody to help, which kind of screwed up. I was supposed to be recording a podcast. We had to push that back. We recorded the podcast. I spent like an hour and a half. The audio is unusable. Like I thought it was. I one saw of those, your tweet about a podcast oh, dropping. Pissed. I was so excited. I'm like, I can't wait to wake up today and. Listen to this after the show because I won't have time to listen to it before. I don't see. We have terrible internet in my house, and I don't know. Like they told us when we moved in, like you're just in a black spot. I'm like, how are there black spots in like we moved into the house in 2014? Like now it's 2022. I'm like, how? Like how is that even a thing? Plus you're in St. Matthew. Exactly. It's ridiculous. But so when when the recording struggles, I just assume it's my it's a poor connection, it's bad Wi-Fi, and usually there'll be times where like I can't hear Danny or his voice is, like a little distorted. But on the actual recording, it sounds fine. And so we just I, I just go with it. Like, I'll miss a little bit of what he says, and we'll just keep going. Time but today, anyway. exa- yeah, today, like, he's his voice is like, it's there's a lagging issue. He's like, he'll be talking, and then all of a sudden, he'll be like this. And then it will just, like, speed up and like go real defense. quickly. <laughs> yeah, so he would be like, he'd be talking, and then he would stop. And I wouldn't, like, know that he'd stop for, like, 15 seconds. And so I, I was trying to, I was like, this kind of sucks. I'm not reacting to his jokes. Like we're not having a back and forth, but I'm sure the recording will be fine. I download the the recording. I splice it together because we had to stop a few times. And it's it sounds just like it did when I was listening to it. And, you know, we're not exactly the highest audio quality podcast. We don't have the highest standards, but this was beyond like for a while there. I was like, I might just put it up there as a joke. But then I was like, this, you, you can't listen to any of this. So we're going to have to try again tomorrow. I think I'm going to have to get rid of Skype. But I was frustrated about that. Just running on. You're still using Skype. I know. I, I, hey, when I learned something, you do, I, know it's not, you do know it's not 2014, right? Well, what would you use? I mean, Zoom, right? Zoom is, is what people use now. You're right. I, okay. I did not think you were going to know. Look that. at look at look at yeah. I was very surprised. Who's the hip one here now? Because what? Well, yeah. 
Who's cool? <laughs> I don't know who's yeah. cool. I just don't want to learn how to do it. I, I use Zoom for everybody else's podcast. They always sound fine. I know it's the right way to go. I just, when I learn a new, I don't like learning new skills. Maybe your internet issues is a dial-up. Is that why you have, you're having problems? No, that's that's not the issue. <laughs> yeah, I'm just curious how far back you're going with your technology here. No, so I, I wasted two hours of my day, and that was annoying. Um, but I came in here. I also just realized when I was like finding out what I'm gonna wear, which I chose the River Frogs T-shirt. I wanted to, I wanted to comment on your shirt. I like the shirt. I, I was. Very excited for you that they, they had your size, women's large. That's <laughs> what it feels like. I, this shirt did not fit uh, like, like for the last like five years. It fits now. Maybe 15 years? I think that's, I mean. That's, this is a Nick Evans what? from Straight Pinky back in the day. I was going to say, yeah. I, thought, I, I, was, I thought you maybe got it from like actual River Frogs game. No, no. This was uh, Nick Evans. He made uh, all those shirts. He had, I've got a Redbirds one from I know. School. I've seen him, and, and you can rel- you can pass along to him that I'd be nice if he took fat people in consideration for his shirts because. I'd have probably bought one of everything they offered on there if they had my size. Oh, they're great shirts. I mean, there's I've, I've been on there, and I, I went on there, and I'm like, ooh, I want that one. I mean, literally, like, five or six shirts in a row I was picking out. Yeah. And then only two X. I'm like, I, I hate I hate you. So I was <laughs> I settled on this shirt, but I almost went with the Orange Cassidy shirt. Nah. And I realized, I, I, I want to find out on air. I don't know if he won the belt last night. I saw that he was trending. Well, you just kind of gave it away. No, no, I, I didn't. I saw that he was trending on Twitter, and I was like, Oh my god! Like he must have won because he was one of the top trainers. And then I I clicked on what people were saying, and I realized the match hadn't even happened yet. People were just excited about that yeah, he, was, were, he was wrestling. They pop. love Orange Cassidy. And so, based on your your sigh, I'm assuming that Orange Cassidy is not champion of the world today. No, he was unfortunately. There's a reason why Pac is called the bastard because uh, he's a cheater. He cheated. He cheated. Uh, Orange had momentum. Pac was out of the ring. He was kind of helping himself up off the table. And when Orange would go grab him, Pac hit him with the uh, ring bell uh, hammer. Oh. Knocked him out, rolled him back in the ring, and pinned him. One, two, three. Tail as old as time. I mean, I mean, what, what, what a you can't, you can't win fair, right? Classic. So cheater. he's going to, other than that, it was a. Uh, Will they suspend him? No, he went obviously. <laughs> the referee did not see this happen. It was behind the referee's back. He was, he was distracted. It seems to be officials in wrestling have very. Very a, a problem with keeping you know their focus on one thing, but uh, overall, other than, other than Orange not winning, there was Jericho won the Ring of Honor Championship over Claudio. Not really thrilled about that, but it's, it makes sense since they're going to be probably doing a Ring of Honor TV show with their their brand separately. Jericho still wrestles. Hey, still Y2J. good. Yeah, he's still good. Too. Damn, still solid in the ring. All right. Um, let's see here. Uh, Moxie won the championship. Jonathan. We have new tag team. Actually, Orange, I think, was the only one that didn't win the, the, the title change. Because uh, the tag team belts changed to claim one over uh, your boy, uh, Billy Gunn, uh, Mr. Ass, who's their... I'm a ass man. Well, <laughs> the acclaim do a thing where they uh, their, their, their gimmick is scissor me. And they do this right here. You can watch. Mm. They'll do this. They do this with their buddies. And you're not even looking at me. It's called scissoring. Oh, scissoring. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. Keep your mind out of the gutter. So, like... Well, the, the hand motion didn't, didn't help. Did nothing to take my mind out of the gutter. So, their, their, their catchphrase now is when they do the little rap, Anthony Bowens, who's awesome, will we'll go, scissor me, daddy ass. And then that's... <laughs> it was actually being chanted during the match at one time. So, the yeah, they they won. They're from New York. Worked out. You're not paying attention. You're on your computer. I am. So, I'm just going to keep rambling. It's fine. Uh, then then Moses rose from the middle of the ring and and separated the crowd. And, and, and out came uh, Paige from uh, WWE. She's now with uh, with AEW. So. Okay. And so, that, that, that was one hell of an entrance, I thought. So. It was. It was good. 
<laughs> a horse fell from the ceiling. <laughs> sure, it was as will happen. Rich strike. <laughs> Obviously, you did Horch Cassidy's entrance video, which is why he lost. Cult of personality. No, that's not him. That's uh, who's that? That that's uh, CM Punk. He used to be Where's My Mind. Yes, and now, and now he's now, changed. Now he's just Jane from uh, Star uh, Jefferson Starship. Um, which I don't like. You, you, what's a good song? You just, you like the other song? Better. I did. I like the other song. Yeah, I agree. I, it's kind of grown on me a little more, but it's still. Yeah, yeah I agree. Let's start to, today's conversation at three twenty one, of course, uh, with uh, with this. Watched an interesting movie too last night. Okay, we'll get there. Okay, we'll go. We'll go back to it. During yesterday's show, we found out that you know there's a report out there that DeAndre Moore, the one of the top rated recruits in this ballyhooed recruiting class of 2023 for Louisville football was going to go to Texas for a visit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we got worried about this last night in the show. We had Biogate, where for a split second, DeAndre Moore had taken Louisville commit out of his Twitter bio, yeah, and then yeah. he put it back in. Now, I don't... I should have known this, right? I, I'm a... I'm a radio show host. I run a website. I follow Louisville sports. You have you. You should be ashamed that you didn't know this. I you don't know what I'm saying, but you, you didn't know it either. I guarantee it. Well, yeah, but I don't have all the accolades you do. Uh, accolades is a strong word. <laughs> Good, because I didn't know really what it meant. There's a <laughs> there's a redshirt sophomore on the Louisville football team named Ty Moore. It's DeAndre Moore's brother is on Louisville football teams right right now. <laughs> I had no idea. See, now this is something I should have known. I mean, because usually, usually I'm the one that's like, hey, that's his brother, even when it's not. So, yeah, exactly. This, this could have been a, easily a, a Spillman situation. Uh, Joan Dante Spillman. So, Ty Moore, who at, at the time, I, I just think, oh, cool, Louisville football player is dispelling this news. He retweets the report that DeAndre Moore is going to set a visit to Texas and just says fake news. And I see that after we get off the air last night. It's like 7 o'clock. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like a Louisville football player is saying this, but how would he really know? But I still like the fact that somebody's coming out and saying this isn't a true thing. And then I see people are like, oh, yeah, that's DeAndre Moore's brother. I, I had no idea DeAndre Moore's brother was a current Louisville Cardinal. I mean, for the record, for what's, for what's worth, Moore is a pretty common name. Yeah, but also so, like, I mean, you'd think that would be, have been out there at some point. Like this kid who's committed to us, who's like this one of the highest rated players in the class of 2023. Yeah, no, and His no, brother's on the team. Yeah, no article I ever saw or read that like talked about him ever did mention it either. Does I know it's his brother? <laughs> I, I, I see what what I don't know. He's a redshirt sophomore. There's nothing he does. He has no bio on Louisville's website. I'm assuming he's a walk on. I don't know if so he, he's from California. I assume. Yeah, he, correct. He's from Los Angeles. He's. I, I don't know. Like, did he walk on after? Has he been on the team for three years? Is he, is his first year at Louisville? Is this part of like? Hey, your brother can walk on if you commit to us. I have no idea what's going on with this, but I I should have known. I should have known more. I didn't do my research here. I did not know that this kid was already on the team. But the bigger point is this. His brother's saying he's not going to Texas. He's not taking a, a visit to Texas, which makes me makes me happy, makes me feel comfortable, makes me feel confident. I should. You're doing the Cardinal Insider. Well, I'm just <laughs> Oh, now look who... Oh... <laughs> I mean, the fact that, I mean, his brother here, I, I mean, I, that should help, I assume, but I, I'm more, I'm, I'm more thrilled that he took, he, he, he added us back to his IG than I am his brother. Well, I'm just excited his brother's saying that it's not true. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> that's, that's the big thing to me. So Ty Moore apparently, I guess, played at a school in New Mexico. I don't, I still can't figure out exactly what's going on here. All I know is I'm glad. Are we sure they're actually, I mean, Ty, one of them has come out and admitted to being related, right? 
he is the brother. He is officially the brother of uh, DeAndre Moore. He's a walk on. He's only five foot eight, one hundred fifty. He he came here from. Uh, he played two seasons at New Mexico, and then he went to Riverside City College last year. Southern Cal. Yeah. He played at Las Vegas Desert Pines High School. Uh, was an All State player as a senior in California. So that's. I wonder if he's our connection to the entire Bosco family. What if Ty Moore deserves all the credit that Pierce Clarkson's been getting? I mean, he might have been our, my, our foot in the door, right? I don't think so. I think I think time. I think if I was doing a chicken egg type deal, I think Pierce Clarkson commitment to Louisville I mean, probably came before Ty Moore was walking on at U of L. I don't know. You, I I'm mean, saying probably. You didn't even know he was here. I didn't. You didn't even know they were related. I didn't. But that's a, a <sighs> it's a good thing. I'm I'm excited about it. I know you. If you if you can only keep two of the three when it comes to Owens, Moore, and Clark, which which who do you drop? Clarkson. Clarks, Clarkson. Um, or is that what you're saying, or are you just, you're just correcting my name? I was correcting your name, right. and now I'm saying probably Clarkson. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think Moore and Owens are just so good. I had a feeling you would go that way. That's why I, was, I just thought I'd ask them to make sure. Because you, you are over the moon. I know, you're, I know you love Ruben Owens. I want Pierce Clarkson here, too. If we're talking about just as him as, as a player, obviously losing him would potentially unravel the class because he's responsible for bringing so many of these kids into the fold. If not Ty Moore. But also, if not him or Ty Moore. It's still, it's still up in the air. It could be either one. Yeah. But if you lose a quarterback nowadays, I mean— What's the, the stat? I think 44% of starting quarterbacks in the FBS are transfers. Like Louisville could, Louisville would, would be an attractive option right now. We couldn't go out and get like a big time, can't miss. Like Spencer Rattler ends up at South Carolina, a program that you, know, you can say, well, they're a little bit above us or whatever. Like Spencer Rattler, Louisville would be an attractive option for him if we didn't already have a guy like Malik Cunningham. If you lose Malik after this year and we didn't have Pierce Clarkson, you could go land a like a former five-star, high four-star kid who just is playing behind somebody at a bigger school and wants to go in and start somewhere else immediately. Like I, I can see Louisville doing that, and that's a nice little stopgap option to have in this day and age. But Owens, I mean, he does things that you just you don't see normal kids do. DeAndre Moore, I think, is the exact same way. I love getting you talking about Owens. It's... I mean, Moore is the same way. Like they both have highlight films where you're like, okay, like those are pro moves. Like those kids, they move the way that like 17, 18 year old high school football players aren't supposed to move. And Clarkson is very, very good. I, I can see him coming in here and being the next great Louisville quarterback for sure. But if you were to lose him, I think he's more e- easily replaceable than either one of the other two guys that we mentioned. We need explosive playmakers. We've, we're finding that out firsthand this year outside of our quarterback with his legs. And, those are, I think, much harder to come by than like like you know good transfer quarterbacks that are out there. No, you can find good transfer quarterbacks out there. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know about explosive quarterback with the legs. I'm, I just would rather have one with a little more accuracy with his arm. Yeah. But I know Satterfield wants loves the mobile quarterback. I mean, everybody does. he doesn't love it, but he I don't, I don't think he needs someone as good as athletically as as Malik. But it's just nice to have. I'm with you. I mean, it, it, I don't think his offense requires it because look at Evan Conley, who is he, he, uh, clearly recruited because he fit the Satterfield offense. Maybe he's going to App State, and App State, yeah, and, and to the point where he even followed him over here, and that's now he's just not at App State. Maybe he's good enough level to compete on a day to a week to week basis. Just obviously not in ACC, and he's more of a backup. But he's obviously not the athlete that Malik is. But he is the same guy that fits that system. And you can find that. I mean, it's not that. I mean, it's not hard finding a. Some, the Neil Donalds are harder to find than they are, than, than than not nowadays. I saw somebody tweeting this out when they were watching the Louisville Florida State game with the national guys. They were like, "Does Louisville even realize what it's like to have a quarterback that isn't just like a freak athlete? Like like watching a normal quarterback run?" And we have gotten so. I mean, even Jawan Pass ran it pretty well for a guy his size. Even Brian Havlett could, could could move in the Bri- pocket. I, I think mean. people like you know people look at 
quarterbacks like Brian, and, and they're like, oh, they, they, you know, this, this classic slow drop back white quarterback. And I think you really, like that. That's compared to the average college fo- high level college football player. <laughs> and you don't realize, like I th- always think about when we did, you know, we did like forty yard dash and workouts and stuff for baseball. And I think he was like the fourth or fifth fastest guy on our team. Like he was a like compared to like. And you, I think you realize a lot of times you forget if you threw like an average guy into any high major college or pro sport, how ridiculous all of us would look. Like Brian was slow by college football standards to a certain extent, but he was like very very fast for the average high school players like he's he, like these guys are all still the best of the best when it comes to athleticism i mean the last i guess few like just statue quarterbacks we've had would be hunter cantwell can't be, be the one. only one i think well redmond was a statue redmond was and teddy was i mean teddy was probably the least athletic of some of the ones we've talked about did not know how to slide uh, no i mean he couldn't was slide not, for save his life wanted to move out of the pocket really didn't i mean whether he wanted to or not so. he was elusive though I, i'll give him that i mean he, he was he I mean, didn't he, want to take off and run but he would make guys miss i mean he was a he's, he's more athletic than redmond and cantwell well, but i mean yeah clearly yeah but i mean especially cantwell i mean he's just, he is neil donald back there for that reference but but i'd, I'd put hunter I'd, i mean brom and teddy are probably close to i, I couldn't i could see putting brom ahead of teddy Nah, I could. Yeah, I could. I think you could be a sneaky athlete. As we say about the white athlete, sneaky athletic. <laughs> I do love the. It does remind me of the. Um, <laughs> the KRC thing for you. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's like another coach on the field out there. <laughs> yeah, it's another one. It does remind me. One of my favorite graphics of all time was the, uh, the going into Teddy's junior year, where like they're like Renee for I don't even know who it was for ESPN. His top dual threat quarterbacks in America, and it had like Taj Boyd. Uh, Johnny Manziel, oh, yeah. the Ohio State quarterback that year, Teddy Bridgewater, and it had like you know their passing yards were all about the same. It had Taj Boyd. I'm looking at it right now. The rushing yards was he had 514 rushing yards and 10 touchdowns. Johnny Manziel, 1,409 rushing yards and 21 touchdowns. The dude for Ohio State, 1,213 rushing yards. Teddy Bridgewater, 26 rushing yards and one rushing touchdown. I mean, you lo- you lose yards for getting sacked, but yeah. Why do you I mean, think he was a dual threat, Renee? I never understood. What would make you think that? What also baffled me, too, that he would always get on Madden. His, like, speed would be, like, 85. Yeah. And his acceleration. I mean, he's right there with, like, he's not, you know, Lamar, but he's, it's like, come on, people. I mean, is anybody not watching the kid, the guy play? I mean, are we, He was billed as a dual-threat quarterback coming out of high school, and then he got here, and he's like, I'm not running. It's like, what are you talking about? I'm here, I'm here to throw the ball. I mean, don't get me wrong. He, he wasn't, like, Dante Culpepper in the pocket, but... He wasn't far from that. <laughs> he was he was elusive, but he my man did not want to run at all. Yeah, he's like Byron Leftwich back there. Pretty I mean, much. Yeah. He would, you know, he, unless he had to. Remember the fourth down? He had a crazy fourth down run in that Cincinnati game that preceded that crazy pass that he made, falling down to Damian Copeland in the end zone for the game winner. And like, but but if he didn't have to, Teddy was going to sit back there and slide. Oh yeah. He did not want to run it at all. Um, all right, I say I blame him on that one. Why, why would you? Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to stay healthy. <laughs> it worked. He beat Rutgers on one foot and one arm. He, like, that was, he, he didn't need to run. Came back to the NFL on one leg. He was great. Uh, we'll take a break. Before we do, we're going to remind you about our friends over at First Bankers Trust. First Bankers Trust, they got you covered with comprehensive financial planning. They got you covered with investment management. They got you covered with trust and estate services. They got you covered with so much more to find out about everything that First Bankers Trust can do for you. Visit them online by going to firstbankerstrust.com. Financial success, it starts with trust. First Bankers Trust. Firstbankerstrust.com. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll take some text on the Thornton Sex on at 502-414-1450. It's the Mike Rutherford Show on a Thursday here on 1450 and 96.1, The Big X.
follow me, Rose Joe. Weather is tell her it's seven. Let's go take a visit to the people that's long gone there. Exactly. How many days we got lasting? Why you lasting? We're passing, passing away. You still miss your Uncle Charles, y'all? Like, how could the time? <laughs> yeah, he definitely laughing. And it shouldn't be gone, gone. It's gonna be strong, strong. Who's your favorite bone? I couldn't tell you, but I, I will be honest. When, it, when, you, when, you, when I name my favorite rap songs, this is probably my top five. Really? I, I do love Crossroads. It's right up there with, uh, you know, I get around and... Juicy and Big Papa. Two, two of them remember yeah. That was a crazy guy. I can't name them. I, I just, I honestly, and they're lazy and a. Uh, there's a lazy, there's a crazy, there's a busy, and then I think there was like flesh and bone. <laughs> I, I'm serious. I think that was the other one. I just know Easy found him. Easy. <laughs> yeah. Easy makes a little small cameo in the video. I know they, yeah, they, he's, he's dead. Yeah, he's they're showing, they're giving a little shout out. I, 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 I realize that. Of I can't name you a third Moon's Thugs and Harmony song, but yeah, you can. No, I just know. Wake Pro- up, wake up. Yeah, that's two. First of the month. But I, I did a video a, of, with Virginia. Like, but I can't of, name a third. That's what I'm saying. I can name Crossroads. I can name the uh, the the welfare song. But I can't name the, <laughs> But I can't because you never heard Chris Rock stand up. No. It's like welfare tunes. No, I didn't know that. But I can't uh I can't name a third one. You can. I I really I don't know if I can. You know, um Do they I mean those are the two biggest songs without doubt, right? Yeah, although Ghetto Cowboy, if that counts, was big. Mm. If I've heard that one, I didn't know the name. You know, of it. like it's the thuggish, thuggish bone. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. I do know that one. All right, you're yeah. right. Yeah. See, I didn't. But is that the Ghetto Cowboy? No, no, that's that's thuggish, thuggish bone. Oh, <laughs> Ghetto <laughs> Cowboy was like nineteen. It was, I was in eighth grade, so it was like ninety eight, ninety nine. You're. Right, I guess I take. So you're right. I do know at least three songs. I just couldn't name the third one. I do remember thuggish, thuggish bone. Though. I did the. So I played Wake Up. I was like finding the video to a video. Was that like, the name of the song? Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. I think it's called First of the Month. Okay, which by the way, that song was on the box. 12 times a day. It was a box. It was a box classic. Oh, man. I loved it. I, I did, took a video like the second day we had Virginia home, like when she's like crying in her crib, like with that song in the background. I just remember I was like, is this in poor taste? Am I getting <laughs> off to I feel like this is like something you should do as a dad after like four or five months, maybe not the first week. I was like, oh, I feel like I probably can't do this, but that's okay. Uh, anyways, welcome back into the Mike Rutherford Show. 502 414 We'll take some texts. We, we talked during the first segment a little bit about uh, Ty Moore's brother or Ty Moore, DeAndre Moore's brother. Apparently squashing the rumors of DeAndre going to Texas. Squashed. It'd be nice to hear it from DeAndre himself. But nice to know that Ty Moore, one, is on the Louisville football team, two, is DeAndre Moore's brother, and three, says his little brother is not going to go visit Texas. That's that's all good news. Does, te- does Texas constantly just trying to spread rumors to, like against us? They're big rumor mongers. They are. I mean, I mean, can we not believe just any believe anything they say? They love talking. Because I mean they, they everything's they, bigger in Texas, including the gossip. <laughs> Good call. All our exes live in Texas. Oh, my. That's why I lay my head in Tennessee. It's a good song. It is. It's a good song. Uh, the <laughs> first uh, text that we got today was from at 303, and it was hashtag bring Brom home. Do he, he's, he's going to work on this. You, yeah, I know you've got him muted if he's listening. Don't take it personal. I do. Uh, but, yeah, he's, he's, he's tagged. 
Like he's replied to like six, seven times to your your show tweet today. My favorite thing about so about bring Brom home the texter now on the Thornton's text line because he's texted the last, um, for the last week every day it's bring Brom home, bring Brom home all the way, bring Brom home, give Je- give me Jeff Brom all day. This all started on September seventh. His most recent text to the Thornton's text line before then was back in February twenty fifth, and it just said Muscleman would be great. <laughs> Clearly, he's only thinking about the guy that we don't have. He just wants to, he's, a, he's a coaching search guy. He is. Uh, he's, he's, he probably enjoyed this last offseason. That's fine. Uh, Texas says, St. X Swimming has won every state championship since 1987. I thought it was even longer than that, to be honest. I thought it went back. Since 87. Now, in fairness, how many high schools they really compete against in the state of Kentucky in swimming? Like six? I don't know who's like the second best in swimming. Like, there can't be that many schools that even compete in swimming in high school. I know Trinity was, not, was never great. At least they, not when I was there. But Wagner didn't have a swim team. I believe that. Trinity didn't have a pool. So we, we, I mean, oh, oh, you didn't have a pool. Well, I mean, Stanex does have a pool. Like that, <laughs> I, I can't imagine many high schools do. It's pretty tough to compete with a school that has their own pool. Wagner did the swim team. The swim team practice at the pool at the apartments next door to the school. You just go out to the football field and like mimic swimming, and then like on the fifty yard line. So, like, do the South End schools? Do they just do they practice in above ground pools? Trevor. <laughs> for the record, he is laughing over there. He's just trying to keep it silent. Texture says, <laughs> your diatribe on your opening videos does not make me feel good about your Fabio Basile video that you did I for that day. I just said the same thing. You've done recruits. Who else did I do? I, I did. You did Hersey Miller. I did Hersey Miller. She just jinxed the whole, the whole Master P family. Who was the other one? Did I do Huntley Hatfield? I don't think you did. No, I know you did Miller and you did. I did somebody else. Fabio too. and one other one. Yeah, you did do a third one. It was the one before. Uh, that it was the 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 oldest of the three. Who was that? Who was that? Who we get after Hatfield? Not. Glenn, um, you didn't do. Oh, Glenn. it was. Uh, it was. It wasn't. Was it Kamari Lands officially yes, signing? Yeah, okay, it was Lands. Yeah, I feel good about Kamari Lands. I feel like that's that's a safe one. God, please. I did too. I've been wrong now. about freshman before. I, I was I was excited for him now and now I'm just kind of like praying he just makes it through the year. Texas says Mike do a intro video for the remaining Louisville football season. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Texas says remember Mike, with great power comes great responsibility. Yeah. UK, UK call me up. <laughs> Texas says the guy who does the Mitch Craig heating and cooling ad should do cards intro videos. He's confident, cool, classy vibes. I think that's me. Is that you? I think so. Yeah. Did you send that text in? No. I'm doing the Cardinal Insider over here. I'm uh, on segment four. This guy <laughs> says, uh, what, what, what are your thoughts on this bet, guys? It's a, I guess this is a part like, God, why are you doing this? Why are you asking us? This is, have you not listened to our picks the last going to go week? opposite of what we say. He's going money line Syracuse over Virginia, which is the Friday night game tomorrow. I like that. Yeah, money on the money. Yeah. And then point spread, he's got South Florida covering. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm staying away. I, I, I would stay away from Louisville. That's this all I'm this isn't me being like the fan opposite fan hater. I agree with him. I think South Florida covers. Uh, he's got point spread UCLA covering twenty one and a half versus Colorado on the road. Yeah, I like that. Colorado sucks. Colorado's horrible. He's got Texas covering six and a half against at Texas Tech. I'd like to know what UCLA's look like this year. I haven't really paid attention, but I know they've improved. They barely beat. Um, they, I mean, they won by one over some no like nobody last week. That one I might look into because 21 just seems like a low number for Colorado. Because again, they were 28 on Minnesota last week. I mean, UCLA is not good. 
Did they stop Thompson back? Did they get you play, They beat South Alabama by one last week. South Alabama. That's right. Because that was thirty-two, during, thirty-one. That was during the Sun Belt run they were talking about. Uh, South Alabama's actually a decent team, I think. Mm-hmm. Don't they have Doris Thompson, the the quarterback? Did he return this year? or Did he did he leave? They don't have Doris Thompson. Okay, he must have left. I couldn't remember if he came back for another year or not. So the other part of that bet, the last part of his parlay is USC minus six and a half at Oregon State. I like that one. I had to look at Oregon. I don't know. Oregon I like two State parts well. of that five part. But again, don't listen to me. Why are you listening to me? I, on the surface, I really do like that as well. I just don't. I'd, I'd had to look a little bit more to uh, you, uh, the USC game and the UCLA game, though. But off, off, off the top of my head, I do like USC minus six. I think Louisville's going to cover against South Florida. I'm giving away tomorrow. Well, now I feel they like live, more confident about taking South Florida. They live to spite us. They li- they live to like. Because what well, happens? They're going to us. They're going to beat us. No. What what happens? Because you know, that will be giving us what we want at this point. At this point, we just want to like no. Like we want to be like fully mad. Fully, I feel like Malik Cunningham is just going to like light it up, and it's going to make people more mad because they're like, oh, he can light up South Florida. Like it, that's going to be the take on Monday. I feel like that's exactly what's going to happen on Saturday afternoon. We're going to win like forty-two to twenty. I mean, not not an official prediction. We'll get those uh, tomorrow afternoon. But I feel like that's what's going to happen. Like we're and everybody's going to be like, well, I'm not buying in. Because I, th- like, I think you're half right on that's this. maximum awkwardness. I think we do get the. Not Duke level Malik game because no. I mean that's just I mean <laughs> that's those only come around when you play a team as bad as Duke and those they were terrible unless we play Colorado we're not getting that again this year, um, but you're gonna I think yes I agree with you. I think we do get a really good Malik game and I can see Louisville actually winning I just don't see Louisville covering All right, it's fine we'll get there tomorrow and even if that's the case and then we win by say ten and Malik has that explosive game yeah you're gonna get to people see it's turned it around. We're back. I don't think you'll get that. See, for this one, that's what I'm saying. It's maximal awkwardness because nobody's going to buy it. Everyone's, everyone's tapped out. They, but they, but they, but they want to be, like, fully tapped in. It won't be, like – because if you lose this game, it's everybody's out, right? Everybody's saying, like, he may not make it through the year. Like, this is done. This is unsalvageable. And if you win by a very small amount, the, 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 the sentiment is only slightly better. But if you win handily and you actually look pretty good in it, doing it, it people are just like, yeah, but – you're not going to win me. You're not going to fool me again this time, which is exactly where I would be. That's maximum awkwardness, and that's why I think it's going to happen. You don't think a ten point win could could uh, be enough to be? What if you're up big and they just score a couple late touchdowns and you only win by ten? There's nothing that can bring people back in the fold after this game. Like, Short of like a thirty point, or even 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 a, 40, a thirty point win, people are going to be like, I've seen this before. You beat a bad team down. Yeah, you're right. I'm not buying it. Like, and that's the maximum awkward. And by the way, those people are not wrong. They're not, and and that's where I think most of the fan base will be. They'll be, they'll say like, "Well, it was great to see them play this way. We need to see it the next two weeks. Win these games against Boston College and Virginia on the road, and then see what we do in the second half of the season." And like, it's just going. We're going to stay in this just constant cycle of we're not overwhelmingly like we're mad, but we're not like fire this guy right now. It's a hundred percent over mad, which is where some people are right now. But th- they can be brought back over if you keep winning, which I think. It, they will perpetuate this awkwardness as long as they can because that's Scott Satterfield football at Louisville. They want it to be as weird as possible for as long as it can be, and we told you not to do this, and they're doing it anyway. Do you think he's taking that keep Louisville weird thing uh, too far? Too way too far. He's trying to. He's like. He's like. I thought <laughs> you all. Want, I thought you all wanted me to ingratiate myself in this culture. I'm trying to do what the, the bumper sticker in front of me said, and now you're mad about that. I mean, we we've been basically been in that mindset. Since after the Syracuse game, even going, that's why we picked us to lose to Central Florida. Yeah. We picked us to lose to Florida. I mean, well, we did. I mean, we were right, right about, about one. That one. Yeah. But, I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to fall for the fool's gold anymore. Keep Louisville weird just means, like, you know, 
buy chocolate chip cookies, please and thank you. I just didn't like that because I, I've known for a while, like, Portland used that slogan for a long time. I mean, a lot of schools. I, I hate when, I hate when cities, cities like, repeat slogans and stuff. And schools this Vegas. Thing, like, Lex Vegas. Oh, don't even. Ugh. Oh, okay, well, Lexington's the worst of it. I mean, they also, their, their school constantly is ripping off, like, we are UK. And. Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, Tennessee. <laughs> yeah. And they can't even make their own hand signals, so they just hate on ours. It's like, Lord, you're just like the walking like little brother who just repeats everything we say. In their defense, K hand signals probably in poor taste. <laughs> throw, your, throw your K's up. I mean, at least not have, great. At least there's not three hands. <laughs> I mean, you get three guys together. It's starting to look an awful lot like a rally. I remember somebody. I remember somebody got roasted on Twitter a while, but like, I think it was last year before this woman like put on Twitter like hey, she's at a baseball game and didn't know you, a K stood for a strikeout. Yeah, she tried to put like the Braves on blast. She's like, oh, I can't believe they're doing this. Look at this, this travesty. We're like, lady, wait another inning. It'll be a fourth one up there. Don't worry. <laughs> text says, I, this is a good text. This is text of the day so far. Just confirm Malik Cunningham is not Randall Cunningham's brother. <laughs> Thank you. I agree. That guy gets my vote for text. Who was Monday? We have a Monday text today. We didn't have a Monday one. We had it yesterday. Was yesterday good. was asking about my my sex life. Yeah, that was a good. You you actually crammed that the, the next of the day yourself. <laughs> I know. Monday we didn't do one. Okay. Because it was just everybody saying the same belief about being mad about the game. Which is Pretty fine. much. Yeah, we, was... we all were on the same page Monday. We all collectively get the text of the Everyone day. Everyone gets text of the day, including you and me. Yeah. Uh, Texter says, "Notorious Thugs with Biggie is the best Bone Thugs song." That is a good song. I don't remember that one. Sing it for me. Texas says, Sean Payton is apparently open to offers to come back to coaching. <laughs> I mean, according to the movie, isn't he isn't he coaching his high school kids with Kevin James? That's right. <laughs> that movie got made, right? I think it did. I mean, talk about just... <laughs> because I remember seeing the preview and I thought it was like one of those SNL skits. And it turned out to be a real movie. And I'm like, wow. Texture says, well, it's here. I'm officially jealous of Kansas football. Well, yeah, we should be. <laughs> Kansas. Not since they had... Uh... They sold, they have a sellout this weekend. They, just, was, they announced that their David Booth uh, Kansas Memorial Stadium is sold out. First of all, he props on knowing the name of the stadium in Kansas. Well, no, I just looked at the graphics. Oh, okay. <laughs> Trust me, I didn't. I know that. I was like, wow, that's impressive. I wish I could take credit for that. I do. I, I <laughs> will not. Somebody, the guy just sent in the, the graphic <laughs> and said, "I'm officially jealous of Kansas football." Man, Gino, feels, that was named the the, the fact. Yeah, they had, but yeah. This feels like a lot of people have been comparing this season, the craziness of it through the first month to 2007, which was one of the wildest college football seasons of all time. That was the same year that Kansas and Missouri. Like we're like I think eleven and one, or eleven and one, and ten and, and eleven, or eleven and zero and ten and one, going into their annual rivalry game. And Kansas was undefeated. They lose to Missouri. They ended up not getting to play in the Big Twelve championship game. Chase but Daniels. That was also the year that we we got cracked. First year of Cragthorpe. And this is kind of feeling. Don't like we're, we didn't start the season in the top fifteen or anything, but we're kind of having a two thousand seven ish season. The evidence is continue, continuing to pile up here. I feel like this is not going to go well. We're definitely going to go six and six. Kansas, and it's an interesting. I hope we don't go six. Of course, we're going to six and six. Of course, I, anyway. I've told you we're hurling we, we out of control. We, 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 we didn't need season. the stars of Kansas football to align with us to know we're going six and six with Satterfield. I mean, that's just because we have Satterfield. I mean, no, no one maybe was was right when they called him a salad at the beginning of his career. <laughs> they were spot on maybe on that one, but a salad, a sensible salad. You don't, okay, never mind. Uh, uh, but didn't didn't Gil Sayers go to Kansas? Yeah. 
How do they not name their stadium after him? He's like the greatest thing that ever happened to Kansas football. Yeah, that's, that's a good call. I mean, maybe did, maybe the field's named after him? Probably not. I mean, why? I mean, what did any know Daniel Boone was from Kansas? Well, not <laughs> not <laughs> not Daniel Boone, David Booth. Oh my man! <laughs> I mean, is that a serial killer? No, it just sounds like it because his last name's Booth. That's okay. I sounds like John Wilkes. You do? It's, I mean, it's your mind, mind doesn't mind immediately goes. go there. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't I blame mean, you for that one. I mean, no wonder your football program sucks. You named your, your stadium after the cousin of a presidential killer. Terrible move. <laughs> yeah. Kansas wasn't even in the war. <laughs> Texas' larger crowd this weekend, Stanix Trinity or UofL USF? It'll still be UofL USF. Yeah. Well, yeah. Stanix Trinity crowd has gone down a little bit over the years. Like, like crowds in every sporting event. Um, but it will be. I mean, it still does a decent. I mean, oh yeah, for I'm, high school football, it's huge. I but, mean, but it won't be us. We're not going to cover a stripe there. Oh, this is a, this is a no stripe game. Yeah, I mean, it's you'll you'll get you'll get the nice lower levels probably filled up though. Yeah, you I, think so? You I think, think it's so? going to look. I think it'll look bad. What are they ranked going in this game? Are you talking about? Are you, are you talking about Stanix Trinity or U of L USF? Stanix Trinity is never going to do a stripe. No, That's exactly. But I mean, the lower levels will be. You think they can fill lower levels though? No, I mean they won't fill out the whole thing. No, it'll be like. Probably what 14, 15, 16,000. That's still not bad for a high school game. It's huge, but it's like there was a time back in the day where they were getting like 30, 32,000 for this game. Well, that was when yeah, you had Brom and Bush, and or not Bush, obviously, even before then, yeah. it was a huge crowd. But just sporting events just don't draw as much as they used to in general, no I mean, matter where you are. I mean, I don't even know is, is that even connect? Is that going to be our game of the week? I mean, we have Manuel Ballard. I know, number undefeated. Going it's kind of like the old Miss Kentucky LSU Auburn argument where like one is clearly a bigger draw. But the best game, like Ballard's number one in this new RPI system that they're I, using. I was going to ask you because I thought Manuel might be number one, and I believe Manuel's like number three. So they're this, both undefeated. Yeah, and, and, and Trinity and Saint X are not. And it's on the flip side; it's the first time in the history of the Saint X Trinity rivalry where one of the teams has not been undefeated going into the game. And both are. Did Trinity win last week? Saint X got Trinity beat. lost to Mayo last week. Yeah, and Saint X got beat. Got beat pretty good by Elder actually. Was so. Elder okay? I knew they uh, lost to it at Ohio school. Yeah, it was. It didn't sound like it was as competitive as made the score even sounded. That's what the way John made it sound. So, I mean, the, it was, yeah, uh, that's to be. And, then, of course, Wagner's playing, I'm sure, somebody. Somebody. They're, they're playing somebody, maybe. Maybe. Unless it's a bye week. I mean, of course, you probably won't even give them the, the chance to be voted on. We'll see. We'll see. We, we'll, get, we'll get there tomorrow. I'll look at it tonight. We'll make our game of the week. Uh, gra- I mean, they're not going to win. But... I'm going to ban you from the from their field. It's bad enough your dog poops on it. She did not poop on it. She <laughs> walked by. I picked it up. She poops on the field, and you poop on the school. I didn't poop on the school. <laughs> Cool My 30-point spread last week ended up being – they lost 44 I know. I should have taken that back. I wanted <laughs> Texas, any notes about how the basketball team has looked? Well, they haven't fought yet, so that's a good thing. I'm hesitant to say this. The you only, got a scoop? A little bit. Like, they must have had – because, you know, they had the – I'll, I'll tell a story. They, they had the practice where – they invited a bunch of alumni back, and they took the big picture after the game with all like you know all the former players and the former coaches and stuff were back there. And I've talked to three different people who were at that practice. Okay. And all three independently have been like, they didn't look very good. Um, well, I'm just hoping it was a bad practice. It's just like with the first practice too. It wasn't the first practice. I mean, well, they've been one. practicing all summer. They have you know they're allowed to have one a week during the summer. But I told you like they because well, I one I, a week. That's what I'm saying. It's still it's still still fresh. I think I told the story on air about like you know a guy texted. I was texting with him back and forth, and said you know he's like yeah he's like, they're gonna get after it. I feel good. like Kate, like Kenny. I've known him for a while. Like, he knows what he's doing. All this stuff. And I was like, well, how'd the team look? And he's like, 
yeah, they're really getting after it. <laughs> they're playing like just kind of ignored it. And like the other two people I've talked to have kind of said the same thing. Like that, they didn't, they didn't, didn't look great. They really hustled. Here's hoping it's September and they're going to be fine. They're showing heart. But I don't have like I I've said this before. Like I don't have, I don't have like really scoop. Like the, the only summer scoop that I got from somebody, some buddies who would know, was like Kamari Lance was looking like the real deal. And that was the only thing that I heard consistently. Outside of that, like I don't and. Also, take that practice report for what it's worth because the practice report and the stuff that we were getting this time last year was like, this team's going to be way better than people think they are. The staff feels really confident about this new offense. Like, they're looking good. Everybody's taking in practices, likes what they see. So your sources suck? Well, yeah, but, I mean, the sources are the former players who get invited to practice. Um, So, you know, you you can always take practice reports for what they are, which is just, you know, practice reports. I mean, Mill Wagner last night, who threw out the first pitch of the Bats game, was interviewed afterward and, and sort of said, like, I think, Straight up said, like, I think we're going to be better than people think we are. Like, we're going to surprise people. Did he have any drops about his uh, grandson? Did not. Was There was no DJ Wagner update of the day on the mound. Man. I know. And he didn't do an interview with Nick Curran during the game. He did big league Nick Curran, apparently. Yeah, they had uh, Shay Robinson, the new associate basketball, women's basketball coach, uh, on instead. Good. He, he actually did, I think, the pitch with Mills. Oh, nice. They were both out there. Good. Uh, we'll take a break. When we come back, a few more texts. We also have a couple other football notes to get to and a couple of uh, basketball recruiting tidbits once again um, because Kenny Payne, staff, they're still traveling all over the country. They're giving out scholarships. They're trying to plan visits. They're doing stuff with both this 2024 and still this 2023 class. So we'll touch on that and take more of your thoughts on the Thornton text line as well. It's hour number two of the Mike Rutherford Show, and it's on the way next here on 1450 The Big X. Turn my mic on. Hour number two of the Mike Rutherford Show. Here on 1450 and 96.1 The Big X. Trevor was just way too much into the song. You know who this is? No, who is this? Huh. Oh, you can't take it. I have no idea what this is. This is uh, this band will be performing at uh, Louder Than Life on Saturday, I believe. Nice. Who is it? This band falls in the day's theme. This is know. Nine Inch Nails. Oh, okay. I was never a big Nine Inch Nails guy. Here we go. Head like a hole. Black is your soul. Probably the devil's here. <laughs> not a good telephone week song. It's not, it's not ideal. I think we're already disliked enough in this building. We're making it weirder. Now, did you see last night your boy? My boy? Your boy, who you think is ugly, Harry Styles. Oh, yeah, dude's putrid. He got his own, he became the fourth musician ever to get his own banner hung at Madison Square Garden. Why? Because he performed 15 consecutive sellout concerts uh, in a row at MSG these last uh, two weeks plus. Who else is hanging up there? I know. El- well, Elton John has like the the big banner. Billy Joel is the one with the, ba- the big. I would. That would make sense. Okay, Billy Joel makes sense. Even though I think. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I it think, always seems weird to me that they have those banners up there. The, well, that's not weird. It's stupid, actually. Well, it's definitely stupid. It's stupid. I mean, it, I think Jay Z's one of them, isn't he? Is he? I th- I, I want to say Jay Z was one. 
which JC and Billy Owens, I mean, Billy Owens. <laughs> Did I see Billy Owens? There's a flashback for it. He did go to Syracuse. Uh, <laughs> uh, Billy Joel. Th- those two, I mean, I mean, New York guys. Those, those make definite sense. Man, so. I always think Billy Joel, I think Shea Stadium. I mean, that's where my mind automatically goes. So Billy Joel is the, I guess, the most famous one. There are only three. Actually, I, t- I take it back. I said four. There are only so Styles the third. There are only three. Elton John actually he held, he's he's second in terms of like most concerts at MSG, but he does not have his own banner. There are only three: Billy Joel, Harry Styles, and Fish. Okay, first of all, Fish has a banner at MSG. <laughs> they're from Vermont. They have uh, uh, they have played sixty eight Madison Square Garden shows. Okay, okay. Well, wait a minute. Now, are, are they are we talking sellouts? They've, it just says they've played. Because if that's the case, WWF should have their banner in there because they've done way more than that shows there. Well, like, Harry Styles had, all of his shows have been sold out. Um, but it doesn't say if Fish is, if all of them were sold out. They did do 13 consecutive nights at MSG uh, back in 2017, but they have this, the third most concerts there. We're just giving away banners too frequently here. Yeah. I mean, I thought statues were, were being too loose, but I mean, yeah, banners is even worse. This is, I'm sorry, take all three of those banners. This is an embarrassment. This is, you know, why those banners are hanging? Because the Knicks suck. If the Knicks had any talent and were any good in the last 35 years, maybe there wouldn't be any room to hang banners for Harry Styles and Fish and Elton John and Vince McMahon. Billy Joel. And Billy Joel and Jay-Z. I just can't imagine going to like a Knicks game and being like... And Jordan Knight. Let me tell you, son, about Fish. Let me tell you why that banner's up there. And I like Fish. I like Billy Joel too. I like Harry Styles. I like Billy Joel, but I don't need to be like telling my kid about like who is Billy Joel and why does he have a banner up here as like the the Rangers are playing the Blackhawks in the background. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm so happy right now to know that the Pacers don't have this crap hanging in, in their stadium. Who are the Pacers have? We've got Mel Daniels, Luke Combs, six straight <laughs> concerts back in 2019. We've only got four retired numbers. It's uh, uh, Mel Daniels. Uh, Slick Leonard, nobody cares. Sure. Reggie Miller, and I'm, why am I forgetting the fourth? Rick Smith. No, it's uh, Victor Oladipo. <laughs> no, George McGinnis. Of course. Yeah, I was, gonna say, I was trying to say this. Like, he played for us in the ABA, and then wait, us in the ABA, and then went to the Sixers. George McGinnis. Um, and then, um, but yeah, those that's the only four. They don't have any. Yeah, and the Yum Center's not going to hang you that crap. We won't even hang our own banners to honor the real team that plays there, let alone someone that doesn't. And I actually think if anybody deserves to do weird stuff for banners in the Yum Center, I've been saying it's Louisville. Like, just hang every banner. Make it as, make <laughs> banners as meaningless as possible at this point. Put them up like signs at a, at a 90s wrestling event. Yeah, why not? Just have them everywhere. <laughs> I've been saying banner for everything. Like, like 16 consecutive wins over Pitt from, like, this time to this time. The Raptors here look like the outfield in, in, in a minor league baseball stadium. It's Make like, it for, like, the most just <laughs> totally pedestrian stat line of all time. Like, Jordan Wara, 21.7 rebounds against Boston College, 2019. <laughs> just put it up there. Banner for it. His, Why not? It's six straight shots. <laughs> yeah. Is, is that some sort of record? No. We put it up there. 20-win seasons. Put a banner up there for all the 20-win seasons. Every single year, we've won 20 games. Do you know? Do you think... Do you, how much? I just said this feeling. Harry, this is something that Harry Styles people would pay to do. You hate Harry Styles. I think I bet he did. He's never coming on the show. I don't care. I don't want. He him cried on the when they put up the banner. He was he was, he was touched. It's because he paid for it. <laughs> probably, I have a feeling he's he's like he's like, hey, let, let, how can we put the banner? Why don't make him sound? Like, <laughs> Why did you make him sound <laughs> Caribbean? Yeah, I don't do a British accent. <laughs> a bully. Let, let's get a banner up. 
<laughs> Tread carefully here, please. Let's be very, very careful right now. It's British, right? You, yeah, you make me nervous when we go. Basically, anything outside of the city makes me a little bit nervous when you start doing impersonations. I mean, I can see his, his people being like, hey, we can, let's sell the, I mean, our, he's not very good musically. He looks pretty busted. Maybe if we get a band, maybe we get a, we'll pay for to have a banner hanging up in MSG and we'll put like 13 sellouts or something stupid like that on it. And maybe that can make him more popular. Okay. My email, I just looked at my email. In back-to-back emails, this is just a funny back and forth here. I've got my favorite. Uh, I love the Jordan Sperber over at Hoop Vision. I think if, you, if you're if you a basketball fan and want to nerd out about it, like you should listen to his podcast and read his site. But his podcast is called Solving Basketball. And actually his guest this week is, is uh, Scotty Davenport from Bellarmine. Nice. He loves the offense. He's done a bunch of deep dives into to BU's offense. But in back-to-back emails I have from Hoop Vision, Solving Basketball is back. The very next email from Esquire, the big horny thriller is back. <laughs> Are they the same? Can't they be the same? When I watch Scotty Davenport's <laughs> offense, I get a little bit excited. He gets, I mean, I, my slacks get slightly tighter. It's a big horny thriller. I mean, just out of curiosity, what is the big horny thriller? I think it's just talking about movies. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm just, I'm, what is it? And in perfect is rhythm. A, is, with, is this per- a Pixar movie? In perfect <laughs> rhythm with what we're talking about. The, the the story says, in Olivia Wilde's Don't Worry Darling, Florence Pugh and Harry Styles star as Alice and Jack Chambers. <laughs> <laughs> That's the movie where everybody's fighting. This, the cast hates each other. This guy buying his way in everything? What is he, 2 chains? He's spitting on Chris Pine. Everybody hates each other in this movie. That's that's. They have done a good... If this movie does, in fact, suck, and all of this is just contrived, all this, this drama between the, the, the cast and the director, they've done a hell of a job promoting it because I would not care about this movie at all i wouldn't know about it at all if i didn't know that everybody I still just don't even remember other. it yeah, yeah. I, you've told me about it you just I'm not now gonna mentioned see it. it and I'm, I'm gonna watch it yeah i'm not gonna see it but I, i'm aware of its existence because they all hate each other speaking of instant i watched a kind of a weird movie last night have you seen young promising women no it was up for like an oscar last year the academy award did not win um the main the main the lead role in it i forget her name she won like best cat uh best actress though oh really and uh it's very it's an interesting movie. Very black. Uh, I guess it's black comedy is what they're called. Like, dark about, comedy. Yeah, dark comedy. Um, but it's about a woman who seeks revenge on those who led to uh, the rape and suicide of her friend in college. Oh, and it's, it's very. It's, uh, I like that plot. Yeah, it's uh, it, it grabbed me. It's on HBO Max if you have the time. It's about two hours long, but uh, it's not as funny as I would. It, it does have some chuckles, but it is a very interesting movie. I liked it. I enjoyed it actually. Um, five zero two four one four fourteen fifty is the Thornton sex line. <clears throat> Excuse me. Texas says that you did point out that Daniel Boone was born in Kansas somehow. <laughs> was he really? No. He says Daniel Daniel Boone, born in Kansas somehow, managed to reverse engineer time and space to help discover the Cumberland Gap to Kentucky. Bold strategy, Cotton. Now Daniel Boone died in the Alamo, though. What? Didn't Dan- Daniel Boone die in the Alamo? I don't think so. Is that right? Are you, I'm pretty, didn't he? I don't or am I thinking of Davy Crockett? I don't know if either of those are true. No, one of them. Yes. <laughs> don't 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 question my Alamo knowledge. Now I've seen both movies and been there. Okay. I didn't pee on it like Ozzy, but I've been there. Tanya Moon absolutely did not die. Okay, in the Alamo. then 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 Crockett did. David Crockett died at the Alamo. Yeah, I don't so, know much about David Crockett. I will fully admit to. I know I know Jim about. Bowie, who invented the Bowie knife, died there. David Crockett did die at the Alamo. Okay, you're yeah, correct. Yeah, so Daniel I, Boone, I was pretty confident, did not die at the Alamo. <laughs> Davy Crockett, I was going to give you the benefit of the doubt on. I, well, again, you know, I was, I'm going to be close, right? The first response is from a 1975 New York Times article that says, Crockett's death at the Alamo doubted. 
<laughs> well, some questions. We can't prove readers, anything these days. Some, some like to accuse him of like trying to run away as well. Oh. and not fight. Yeah, there's there's been speculation of that. All these famous people just yeah. no, didn't really want to fight. Uh, Texas. <laughs> That's, that's Davy Crockett, you jackass. <laughs> little, oh, come on. A little aggressive. Oh, come on. First of all, Boone and Crockett, they're, they're, they're like a, a 1A and 1B. I mean, they're, they're pretty similar, right? I mean, they're bo- they both both wear coonskin caps and, and, and furs and, and, and went, you know, in the Appalachians and, and yada yada. I mean, they're, they're, they're pretty much the same guy. I don't think we're <laughs> <laughs> Both names give with a D. <sighs> okay. Um, I love when you start rubbing your temple in the middle of the show. <laughs> yeah. like, like, you, you get that eye twitch thing back again. You're making the long COVID symptoms. <laughs> uh, Texas, does cheating on Neil Long is, does cheating on Neil Long count as grounds for termination? I think it should be. Who? Apparently, it might be. Have you not seen this uh, the Celtic story? The Emi uh, Adoka. I saw he's in trouble, but I didn't see why. He's in trouble for apparently having a consensual affair with an employee. And they're saying like he might be suspended for a year. Now he's they're saying he might quit. There has to be more to the story. There has to be. You can't you can't suspend somebody just for having. I but mean, he's married to Nia Long, which is why everybody's saying like the actress. Yeah, like why I would you ever cheat on Nia well, Long? I didn't know like that. that's a kind of a, a weird move. But he's yeah, yeah, heart ones with heart ones. I guess he. It's been reported as a consensual affair with a Celtics employee, and now they're like he's going to be suspended for a full year. And now other people are saying he's just going to quit. And I, I mean, we hear about. Like, it's not good, but we hear about stuff like this, I think, all the time in major sports. And it, you know, a lot of times there's like a behind-the-scenes punishment or maybe like a game or like, you know, you have to come out and apologize. You never hear about somebody getting suspended for a full year just for like, you know, having a you know, well, I think the relationship fact, with an employee. I, I think the affair, I like to hope, and it shouldn't be a matter and factor into suspension, but the fact it's an employee – well, that that's probably where the the punishment would come. Yeah, right? it for should sure. be. It's the only place it should be because ha- having an affair should be no business of the Celtics and then less. But still, like a year for that seems like a, a you know seems seems extreme. I mean, yeah, maybe he thought it was. He's like Ross. He thought it was just frowned upon. Maybe Brad Stevens is like, <laughs> like Brad yeah. Stevens is doing the like the uh, the Barry Alvarez deal. Where he's like, I'll coach again. Don't worry about it. Okay, I'm gonna come back, Bill Snyder. Yeah, you do all you do all the work. I'm gonna step in. I'm gonna take this team back. We're gonna be good. No, the uh, the the Pat, Pat Riley. Yeah. yeah, Pat Riley's done it before. Texture says the UCLA quarterback is Dorian Thompson Robinson. He's still there. I think I thought you were talking about the. No, I was talking about the quarterback. Yeah, I thought you were talking about the South Alabama quarterback. No, no, no. No, UCLA. DTR is still at UCLA. Well, okay. You seem so confident, even though I said his name like three times, and you're like, he's not there. Well, you said the you said South Alabama. They, they're pretty I good. Said UCLA. You said South Alabama. I think they're pretty good. And I said that they just lost last week, and then you said that they still have that quarterback. I assumed you were still talking about South Alabama. Well, so you should have made assumptions. You should have been listening instead. I was. I wasn't talking about AW. You should have been paying attention. Hmm. I'm not. Texas, the average score on the NCAA game simulator for Louisville versus USF is 40 to 17. How are you simulating a game without the game being available? They have these computer systems. You can do it. Well, I don't trust those. It's I, NCAA games. It's a website. Can, can I play the game on the website? It just It's not a game. You just type in the two teams and it gives you like a – it simulates the game like a yeah, thousand times. Don't trust that as much as the A sport. And tells you the average score. Yeah, don't trust that one. The game was decided by less than five points only 29 times, which is 8.7% of the simulation. So – Basically, he's saying we're, we're winning screwed. by twenty-three. We're screwed, yeah. No, we're going to win by twenty-three. And we're going by ten. We're winning by twenty-two. <laughs> Five. We're Ain't a prediction. It's what it's going to be. <sighs> Texas, Austin, Texas created the keep Austin weird. Is this another reason that we hate Texas? They knew our coach would screw us. This is is this payback for us beating them in the nineties? Which time? 
Beat him in football. We also beat him in the Sweet 16. And, yeah, uh, Eric Johnson. 97. Oh, that was regular. That was Damian Dantzler, baby. Yeah, no, no. Eric Johnson did three in the regular season to beat him. I That's think. you're right. Yeah. I think, he, I think that three sent the game to overtime, and then we beat him maybe there. Maybe you're right. I think it's what maybe we could be The right. Dantzler three was huge. And then also, Alvin Sims made a ridiculous dunk. Yep. That game was that, that was That was the game with that we didn't have Dewan Wheat, right? He left because he got hurt. Yeah, and that was uh, Reggie Freeman was their best exactly. player. The big score, yeah. God, that well, that was Tom Penders who just wanted to run up and down, up and down, up and down. And I had mean. such good hair. Just incredible hair. Yeah. And then he went to Houston, and he was less cool. You know, didn't he do Rhode Island, too, at one point, I think? I think that's... Or am I just thinking of Jim Herrick? Jim Herrick definitely did Rhode Island. Yeah. I don't think Tom Penders was ever at Rhode Island. He was in Texas for a while. He was in Texas for a while, and then I think he went to Houston from Texas. Because I think the he best... He beat us in the, the, the Final Four season. They o- went to the, he took the Texas to the Elite Eight. They lost to... I'm not going to miss the Elite Eight. They lost to Arkansas in 1990. Tom Penders was at Rhode Island before he went to Texas, just for two seasons. Oh, okay. Then he went... To, I was wrong. He went to GW first from Texas, and then he was at Houston. Because ah, okay. his first year there, they beat they were terrible, and they beat us when we were like floundering in 0405 and everybody was like, "Well, we we finished terrible the last two seasons, it's happening again." And then we obviously finished pretty good. We also had to play against uh, another guy. Let's play the Tom Penders uh, type style was the Billy Tubbs at TCU. Yeah, and Kurt Thomas. They killed us one year. That wasn't the Kurt Thomas team, but they did kill us one year. Yeah, I think it was Patino. It was when Patino had to leave for like the Cleveland Clinic thing. Yeah, Kurt. The Kurt Thomas was like in the early nineties. Yeah, but yeah. Texas, the discussion uh, at the Beachmont Barbershop this morning, uh, owner Andrew Beeler and customer Zach Beckman said, we lose to James Madison. Also, Trevor, don't hate on the South End. Yeah, don't hate on the South End. Uh, first of all, that if you took that as hate, that's your own problem, not mine. You said that the swim team is practicing above ground pools. <laughs> Why is that hate? Because it's it's not true. Is it, are you are you are you the one shaming on above ground pools now? Who's the one hating over there? I mean, yeah, I'm shaving on above ground okay, pools. Okay, then that's you hating. I I said it as a compliment. You're the one looking at it. I'm saying they don't have to practice in above ground. You're the one capping on it. That's not, no. That's That's cap. What you just said is cap. Oh, I get, okay. So this is laziness of of, of also just taking other slang and making new slang for it, which is lazy. Instead of saying crap, they say cap. No. And they just drop the R. No, that's not what it is. Because doesn't cap mean like bull? Cap means you're lying. Okay. This, no this, cap means they're not. That's lying. like no. Cr- I mean, that's like saying yeah, it's crap. It's the same thing, right? In a way. I mean, I guess. Trevor, I okay, know. I'm just saying. As far as losing to James Madison in football, <laughs> as far as losing to James Madison in football, if they beat App State this weekend on the road, I'll I'll be nervous. I'll, I'll. Well, I mean, do they have to beat or can they be compete? No, they're only like seven point underdogs. Yeah, I was gonna say App State's really. I don't know if they're that great. I mean, yeah, but if they beat them, like that's. I mean, App State should have beat North Carolina. They did beat who did they beat A and M at A and M. Yeah, and then who was the Hail they Mary? beat Troy on the Hail Mary this past weekend? Which I don't know how good Troy really is. But They're two and I don't think they played anybody. I mean, Troy's had decent teams in the past. So some else like the third best conference in college football, which South Alabama's in. <laughs> South Alabama's in. Yeah. It all goes back to South Alabama. The Jaguars. Dorian Thompson does not play there. Can't name you one player that went there. Oh God, I don't think I can either. I can't, I wish I could. I know that no, there, I know there's a, like a defensive. Well, there was a basketball player that went there, wasn't there? South Alabama basketball has had some good teams. Football, I can't name you one. No, I know there's an NFL. It's a wide receiver, I think. Ooh, I think that sounds right. Unless I'm confusing with another Alabama school, which is possible. Jalen Tolbert. That plays for the I played for the Panthers. Cowboys. I thought he played for the Panthers. Okay. Well, I had the right colors team. He was well, he was drafted by the Cowboys. He's on the Cowboys right now. And he's is he the only one, I guess, to come out of there? There's four, but I've never heard of the other ones. It doesn't mean I've never heard of them. Gerald Everett. 
tight end for the Chargers. Was a first round. Yeah, draft Joe Everett's good. Yeah, Joe Everett's a decent player. Kawan Baker. Don't know that one. He's first round draft pick. Was he Saints. really? Um, a long time ago. Okay. And then what? Well, no, take it back. Twenty twenty one. He was first round draft pick. And then Jeremy Reeves for Washington, twenty eighteen. I mean, that's pretty decent right there. Yeah. Apparently, Eddie Stinky went there. There you go. <laughs> Uh, Texter says, I'm picking South Florida to win. We can't stop a good throwing quarterback. I I mean, based on the sample size that we have so far, yeah. We, Holy. Luis Gonzalez went okay, there. Okay, okay. Jerry Bohannon no. is a good quarterback. We've moved on, Trevor. We, I know, but we talked about we talked about him yesterday. No. Well, okay. We got Oh, because I wasn't listening, so I didn't know what you said. Well, well I answered a question. <laughs> I'm trying to get to as many texts. This is the reason why we have like 50 texts on the text line every day. Um, I'm picking South Florida when we can't stop a good throwing quarterback. We have, I mean, Garrett Schrader was not billed as a good throwing quarterback coming into the season. He threw it well against us. He's thrown it well since. I mean, his numbers against Purdue were okay. Bohannon is definitely a good thrower. I think the issue is do they have enough weapons to really hurt us? And their offensive line is, is not good. Like We should be able to get pressure, but our ability to get pressure on quarterbacks has not been good so far this year. Our only the only time the defense has looked good was against John Rice Pumley, who was not a good throwing quarterback. Well, so. like, I mean, we let we let we let him sit back there and throw it a wide open guys, and he, they didn't complete it. So how good that was. Yeah. Uh, Texas, that movie that you're talking about about Sean Payton was about when he was suspended for Bounty Gate. True story. So I thought that was kind of I didn't I mean I knew he was why he was suspended, but I thought the suspension was uncalled for to be. I did with. too. I thought well, yeah, I think, you know. that's something me and Greg Brom would argue about nonstop too. Really? He, yeah, he, he he was pro for it. I was against it. Texas, I know that we were sold on top five classes with KP, but a twenty twenty three class of AJ Johnson, George Washington the third, Caleb Glenn, Curtis Williams, and Isaiah Miranda is still a really good class. Well, that's probably gonna be a top five class if you get it. Like that is based on the rankings, that would be a Probably a top five class. You have a five-star kid, a very high four-star Miranda, and then three other good four-star players. One, I said it before, I think we're behind the we're behind in the recruitment of George Washington the third. I think he's probably more likely to go to Dayton or Virginia, at least as it stands right now. Well, Dayton makes sense. Isaiah Miranda, I think they have a good shot with, and they have they've put a high priority on him. I think that they are they feel like they're in a good spot with him. AJ Johnson, I've got no idea as far as where he's leaning as far as what he's looking at. I think it's it's comforting that he took the visit to Texas and did not commit, which, you know, you wouldn't expect him to because he had three visits lined up afterward, but still, Texas is Texas. They can offer you a lot of stuff. Chris Beard uh, knows how to get kids committed when they get on campus. So if we get him to Louisville Live, I think we have a, a live shot with him. And he's that five-star that you can build that class around. He can be the the centerpiece of Kenny Payne's first class, and he can he's got a, a – this is not a, a, a nothing thing either. He's got a massive social media following. Like he's big on TikTok, big on Instagram. Like he is a a kid that can get people talking. He's like he wouldn't do it for the 2023 class because it would all have already been wrapped up. But he can have this. He can have a Pierce Clarkson type impact when it comes to other prep athletes, other recruits noticing your program more just because this one kid committed there. And like that's again in this day and age, that's not a small thing. So if they can land him, that's a, a huge deal for Kenny Payne and company, regardless of what happens with DJ Wagner or Aaron Bradshaw or anybody else. Little live tickets went on sale this morning. Say what? The little live tickets went on sale. This they morning. did. You're right. 10 a.m. Uh, yeah. Tickets are now on sale for Louisville Live that's next right. month at Slugger Field. If you want to attend, you can. They're, I know they're billing it as they have a special guest coming this year. Hmm. Special guest? Is it Trevor Kelsey? <laughs> yeah, like, Bobby Labonte. That'd be a miracle. 
<laughs> you have better chances. <laughs> Let's get think of resurrecting some people that haven't me probably should get out of the house. When is it? In October something? October, I think it's 23rd. It's the Friday. It's a Friday night before I think we play. Oh, man. What will I update? Now I'm going to look it up. How do you think the reaction of the people would be if they're like, you know, our special guest, and I pop out like the, through the, the curtain? They wouldn't know who you are. <laughs> October 21st is the date. So it's that, uh, it's. The day before, I think we play Pitt in football. Okay. October 21st. Friday night should be a fun time. Make it out there to Slugger Field if you can. I I'm curious. To, I know you and I talked about I'm curious about the setup. I wonder where they're going to put it. I wonder how they're going. Because I was very curious about the Churchill Downs setup, and they knocked it out of the park. It looked yeah. awesome. It was fantastic. They did it just right. And I'm kind of curious now, and this is the, the third different setting in four years of this event, how they're going to pull it off. But I'm sure they will. They've done it every other year. Uh, Texture says, I have no idea what this was in reference to, but just said, cool story, TK. Thank you. Texture says, Indiana should have but a... But someone appreciates me today. Texture says, Indiana should have a banner of Christian Watford shot versus UK since it's the greatest moment in the program history. Don't they have that banner up? I mean, we're, we were talking about the Pacers, but Assembly Hall, they probably do have that banner. Yeah, don't they? I mean, Watt shot. They hung a banner for like a Sweet 16, didn't they? Well, like, that was it the same one that they lost to that same Kentucky team by a billion. Which, by the way, Kentucky who loves to talk trash, and they also have a banner hanging up for a group of five guys who lost in the Elite Eight. The Unforgettables. <laughs> Pot, say hello to Kettle. Yeah, but they played really hard. <laughs> they can't hang a banner for Sweet 16's losers. They played really we hard. We hang banners for guys that lost. They dough for loose balls. <laughs> Nobody promised them nothing. I mean, and, may, and maybe if, if if Feldhouse had any heart and didn't walk away and stayed playing defense, you would have won that game. He just wasn't trying. He didn't care. He didn't care. Didn't work hard. Not a hard worker. No. So, it, I mean, I think Arkansas basketball fans will agree to that. Texas Trevor trying to do accents all turn into Paul Rudd trying to do a Jamaican accent. I, <laughs> yeah, I love you, man. Because wasn't everything that he did turn into like a leprechaun? Yeah, it was a slap in the base. Slap in the base. Why, why, is it always, why do I keep talking like a leprechaun? I did. That's, that's, actually, that's a very good text. I do sound a lot like that. Texas says, quote, don't question my Alamo knowledge. Now, I've seen Pee Wee's Big Adventure more times than I can count. Did you not? Did you know that it does not have a basement? Trevor quote. <laughs> is that where you know all these things about the Alamo? No, I know the Alamo from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. No, I, I love Pee Wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I mean, don't get. Me, I mean, Large Marge scared the bejesus out of me as a kid. Terrifying. I still, I still get, yeah. I, I, I've never, I haven't hitchhiked on a trip with a trucker since. But the, but the, uh, no, my Alamo knowledge is. I, I always kind of like. I always thought the Alamo was cool, even as a kid growing up. So like, I've seen two of the Alamo movies. The one with Billy Bob Thornton, I regret as much as probably the Alamo does. Uh, and I went and saw, I went to the IMAX Alamo like documentary I went, when I was down in Texas. Nice. I went to, I went to, I went to San Antonio. I've been to the Alamo, got my picture. I heard the there. Alamo is really, and you obviously are an Alamo enthusiast. I've heard it's very underwhelming in person. It's very. That's what I've heard. And it's kind of, and I got the, it, what kind of sucked too when I was there was like, I remember just going up to the, the locals, people there, I'm like, I want the, the Alamo that you see in the picture, you know, that, that yeah. front. Like, that's what I'm looking for. And they're like, the front of the Alamo? It's like, I mean, no, I want the Alamo that I see. Yeah. Yeah. And they're just like, can look at me like, this way. <laughs> like, like, I'm the tourist. And then we get there, and they're doing construction on it. Oh. So I can't get, like, I'm, my picture of me, I'm, like, on the street, like, a, a block over. Like, that across sucks. the street. Yeah, and you can see it in the background, but there's, like, a scaffold in front of it. Yeah. 
So, and I'm just on my only time to San Antonio, which I'd love to go back. It's actually a really nice city. I feel like that happens to me. Like, for, like when we went to the only time I've been to DC, and I, I do need to go back to DC at some point. Like, the Washington Monument was under had scaffolding all around it, so it looked crappy in pictures. Yeah. That was your only DC trip. You only been once. Eighth grade was the only time I've ever been. Wow. Okay. And then we went to when we went to Rome, that the famous fountain, the Trevi Fountain, where everybody like, you takes pictures in front of it, was like totally with no water in there. It was like all under construction. <laughs> it's dry, I was yeah. like, well, this sucks. Like I'm not taking my picture in front of this dry ass, boring fountain with I people mean, like working on it. It's the the Wally World effect. Yeah. I mean, it's like First we get here. yeah we get here and we're like you know it's closed. What the hell? What do you mean? It was not cool. <laughs> sorry sorry folks we're going oh, home the moose out front should have told you but they did so i didn't get and i still got to walk around the alamo which is cool but it is kind of yeah it is under because you, yeah you just kind of walk it's just like a few rooms and i didn't get to see that i got walked up to the actual front of it so it was kind of under but i still enjoyed it texas trevor i apologize for calling you a jackass after spending all day after spending all day teaching American history, hearing of Daniel Boone's birth in Kansas and death at the Alamo set off an irrational frustration. <laughs> Imagine a history teacher listening to this poor show. I took American history. Well, I'm, I'm sure you did. You went to basic school. <laughs> First of all, that doesn't necessarily guarantee the fact I took a class. All right. <laughs> I took history at uh, JCC and at Western. Best of both worlds. I got. I, I passed my JC class. Not a boy. Turn. I got. A, I think I got like a B on my paper on uh, Henry Clay. Nice. Yeah. Well done. That was like my, my midterm paper. Texas says I bet Shane Bohannon could actually toss a pigskin a quarter mile. <laughs> is that is a Jerry Bohannon reference? I, I guess so. Where is Shane right now? I've got no. I, I don't know what happened to Shane. It's <sighs> interesting. You think he's still in Little War Bowling Green, Cincinnati area? No, he. Because he was from Cincinnati, but went to high school in Bowling Green, right? Correct. Yeah. The last text that I heard was they were, there was a big text group for the guys who were going to come back for Russ Smith's jersey retirement in January. Yeah. And a player on the team, the only thing that I heard from a player on the team was, Shane responded to our messages, which means he's alive, so that's good, was what I was told. Did Kevin Ware come to that, by the way? He did not. Okay. He was supposed to. Like that's, I don't know why. I didn't mean it just popped in my mind thinking about that. Kevin Ware and Shane had both said that they were going to come, yeah. and then I guess they just no-showed. But uh, I think all the other guys who had planned on coming made it back. There were some guys who couldn't because they were playing overseas and stuff. But that, that was – I mean, you talk to guys who were on that team, guys who would know, and they – the same as the rest of us. They're like, yeah, I don't, Shane doesn't, like, talk to us. We have no idea what he's doing. Uh, he played in Mexico for a little bit. He got into some trouble, and we just don't really keep up with him. There's one player that probably didn't need to be played, playing professionally in Mexico. It was, why. yeah, just, you know. I mean, what, 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 the only other option might be worse would be in Amsterdam. I'm just, I'm just, I don't think Mexico probably been the best place to send Shane Bohannon. Yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't seem. You're not wrong. Doesn't seem, I get you want to play, and maybe your options are limited. you got to be somewhere else, man. <laughs> it was Colombia, the other, I mean, what's, where were they going here? Texture says, I follow Kevin, Kevin Ware on Twitter. He blocked me a while ago. I think. Did he really? And he blocked like everybody who covers any media at one point in time. Well, oh, oh, man, I don't know why he didn't block me. I'm kind of offended. Yeah. He's a name dropped on a little Dicky song. Texas, apparently, someone dressed as a clown robbed a bank in J Town and then led a pretty lengthy police chase. So at least the Bring Problem Home guy will be silent for a while. Bill Murray? What? It's a Bill Murray movie. Well, I, I mean, did that really happen? It's a movie called Quick Change, where Bill Murray robs a bank and is dressed as a clown. I mean, now I want to see, but I, that's cool. But now I want to see if the story is actually happening. Oh, if somebody actually robbed a bank dressed as yeah. a clown? And if it was Bill Murray? Well, no, if it's the Bring Rob Home guy. Oh, I don't think so. He's tweeting about St. X beating Trinity. So he's still here. Yeah. 
Why is he? Why is he still going home about Brom? He's a team saying that. I that was. I thought this. I'm actually going to tweet at him myself about that. Someone who loves Brom as much as he does should not be picking Saint X. This man, he's an enigma. I mean, you're just the evidence that it's you continues to pile up. I mean, that's just like you're 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 basically just pooping on. No wonder if Brom doesn't come here, it might be on your fault in the end. Texas actually, U of L is tenth in sacks. So they should get to the USF quarterback. I didn't realize we were that high. I think you're happy. Think we're tenth in sacks. I, mean, I want proof of that. We did have, we had like what, like three or four last week. Yusir Adula is getting behind the line of scrimmage at will. I know Gelada had one against Syracuse, so we, we could be up there. We, I guess. At least we do something well. Tenton Sachs in what, like the coastal? No. <laughs> in the ACC. We're not even in the coastal, so. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. <laughs> do you know what division we're in? Apparently, if not the coastal, we're in the Atlantic. How many teams are in the Atlantic? Not 10. Not 10. <laughs> so, That's correct. But yet, we're in 10th place. <laughs> I was standing next to Shane at the D. I was standing next to Shane at the DJ versus Brawny game at the fairgrounds. Well, there you go. He was in town. You can be sure it was Shane. Sure. Texas, you were supposed to say Bohannon like Charles Barkley. I'm not that bad of a fan that I misspell. Also, I should probably have said it like Barkley. Yeah, I, he he t- he did type it up like Shane S H A N E Bohannon, but I, I I can't give the benefit of the doubt to the fans because I've seen so many people do that. In earnest, like, what in the like, spelling? Yeah, like like Shane. Remember, like all our fans like mispronounce names all the time. Like Shane Chance Bohan, Bohannon, and so this person was trying to make a joke, and I just didn't realize it because I, mean, I see it a lot. Do People, I say his name wrong? How do you say it? Shane Bohannon. It's Bohannon. I always say I'm a Bohannon. Yeah, it's not the same. Well, I mean, sorry, buddy. Yeah, our fans. Just, sorry, Bodie. <laughs> our fans refuse to just pronounce names correctly. Oh, uh, we can't even pronounce our own city right, apparently, according to everybody outside of this town. That's how you say it. It's Louisville. <laughs> Shut up. Texas, could the Louisville Live special guest potentially be Jeff Braun? Imagine if that happened. That would be so awesome. <laughs> oh, my. He comes in riding on a white horse. A unicorn. <laughs> it's like Purdue's playing at that time. <laughs> oh. I'm here to save you. The family's just like, okay, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, what if it's DJ Wagner? Oh, my God. Well, I don't think they could promote that. But, yeah, I mean, but that's why they're using as a special guest. Who'd be the who'd be the most underwhelming potential special guest that like you could feasibly see it actually happening? Was underwhelming? Underwhelming. The Matt Simon. Like, what if it's like? <laughs> I love Matt Simon. I know. I'm just, I just I, I always think of Matt Simon because for some reason he's the starter on Coach K basketball, even though he was like a walk on on the team that never played. <laughs> I I said the exact same thing. He he has weird. He <laughs> called because I, I I told this story on Ramsey and Rutherford back in the day, and he called in the show because he was listening. Okay. And I was like, "Congrats on being the starter over Cliff Rozier in that game. Yeah. You were fantastic." He's like, "He's like we made. He's like we played that game all the time in college." So he's like, "I." It was I, like my claim to fame. I bought my Sega Genesis because of that game. He was he was ranked well too. I mean, because I remember playing it with my buddies. And they're like, "Who's the white dude?" And I'm like, "Matt Simon." Like, <laughs> most underwhelming Louisville live guest. They're like, "It's former Louisville baseball standout Corey Ray." And everybody's oh. like, oh, "I mean, good well, player." First of all, Corey Ray, that, you're no, you're you're you're, you're being. I, before we continue joking on who I'm making fun of, former Louisville players who would not. I move said it the had needle. to be feasible. <laughs> Can we give a shout? We forgot to do this yesterday to Chris uh, Dominguez and yes, others for yes. making the Hall of Fame. Chris Dominguez is probably my favorite baseball player at UofL. Jazz Covington as well is so, in that class. Yeah. Dominguez so. now the head coach at Bellarmine this year. Uh, his staff is loaded up with former UofL baseball yep. players. He's. Uh, I've been wanting to bring him. I, hey, I was on the, the Bring Dominguez home train too, and he, he's finally getting closer and closer to being at Louisville. Hey, if, he's, if he turns Bellarmine into like an Atlantic Sun power, 
Maybe he's the heir apparent to Dan McDonald. I see it happening. When McDonald retires in 50 years, because um, he's be, going to stay here forever. It'd be perfect if one of our, our, our one of his first best players takes over and, and leads and finishes the way. Would be nice. Um, <laughs> Marty Lowe. Could that be one that could just come out and just really shock them? I love Marty Lowe. <laughs> I, love, I guess I'm just naming people that you love. I do. I love Marty Lowe. Yeah, I mean, Marty Lowe also uses like an example, like one of those like throwaway jokes. I'm like, it could be Marty Lowe. Marty Lowe also was listening at that time one time and like let me know through various channels that he'd heard. I was like, oh. I'm waiting for the phone to ring for Simon and Lowe to call right now, which sounds like a really good law firm. It's like former mayor Jerry Abramson. <laughs> We're like, oh, I mean, okay, like this is yeah, we we like Jerry, we like Corey Ray, but like it's not gonna get the the recruits fired up. No, if you're gonna do something like Jerry Abramson, you should do like just the, uh, the the governor like in between his 30 year sentence. Their mayor, or whatever mayor. it was. Yeah, some Dave random mayor. We're not bringing Dave Armstrong back. <laughs> what, was, what, was the, uh, what was the moron last year we had for gov- the last governor we had that was a moron? Matt Bevin. Yeah, Matt Bevin, yeah. He's not coming. We're, we're not bringing him to Louisville. <laughs> Matt he, like, he forgot that Louisville existed. I know. That's what I'm saying. That's got to be somebody. <laughs> Texas says. Artomatic. Well, Art Carmody, I'd go nuts. No, yeah. Art Carmody would be good. The yeah. kids wouldn't move the needle probably with the recruiting class. We're, we're bringing up a lot of people who I think actively listening to the show sometimes. <laughs> Texas this Dino Gaudio, a special guest to apologize to the fans. Dino just pushes through. Chris Mack. Hey, guys, I got something to say. <laughs> Love Alive special guest Steve Cragthorpe. No. See, that's not feasible. Who's 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 like a lo- small celebrity that's from maybe from? Texas says Nappy Roots would kind of be underwater. I was gonna say that's, that's Jennifer Lawrence's brother. He's like with Jennifer Lawrence. It's I love Ben and Blaine. You you, you, keep, you keep bringing up people that I love that that also listen to the show. <laughs> How funny would that be though? <laughs> We've got Jennifer Lawrence. It's like yeah, brother. <laughs> like, I can bring my mom out like yeah. preschool teacher. <laughs> That'd be great. There's a special guest, Kenny Payne, and good friend. Everyone welcome <laughs> Kelly Kraft. <laughs> God. John Schneider. No. <laughs> He's back. He's back. He's here to eat 20 pizzas in one sitting. A former Louisville person that would be underwhelming would have to be the Toad Tyreg. Oh, come on. <laughs> guys. Louisville Live special guest, Andre McGee. I said feasible, guys. <laughs> now we're just getting I'm, – I'm saying, like, underwhelming, kind of funny, but, like, would not move the needle. Bud Olsen. <laughs> Stop. We'll get to take our last break. You love Bud Olsen too. I, who does? I love Bud Olsen. Of course. He helped football. He saved football. Yeah. Save global football. Uh, before we take a break, though, reminding you about our friends over at AirServe. If you have heating, air conditioning problems at any point, any time of the day, AirServe's the only place to go. They've got EMTs available 24-7. If it's 3.30 a.m., if it's midnight and your air conditioning goes out, your heating goes out, and you need it fixed right away, AirServe's going to have somebody on hand to take your call at 502-264-9662. That's 502-264-9662. Over at AirServe, they're focused on air quality and energy efficiency. Whether it's too hot, too cold, too dry, or too polluted, AirServe's always going to make sure that you are comfortable and breathing the highest quality air in your home or place of business. Again, their phone number, 502-264-9662, or visit them online at airserve.com slash Louisville, A-I-R-E, S-E-R-V.com slash Louisville. We'll take a break. We'll come back, wrap the show. It's the Thursday edition of the Mike Rutherford Show on 1450 The Big X. 
I mean, I told you before, this is one of the first two CDs I ever bought. I bought this LSG and Wycliffe John the Carnival. This LSG. This LSG. Yeah. And like, I mean, young 13-year-old, 12-year-old Mike Rutherford, who's never kissed a girl in his life, is sitting there like, how would you like it if I was to sex you down? Like, you even got a kiss by 12, man? No. <laughs> I was a late bloomer when it came to kiss. Yeah, good yeah. Lord, man. I had not kissed a girl when I was 12, 13. That's, that's great. Definitely not. No, I had not. Well, like pecs and stuff, but like not like in a real kiss. I didn't clip her the tongue, but I mean. Yeah. <laughs> no, I never had not kissed a girl. on the lips. Yeah. Had not, when I bought that LSG album, which was very sexual, I had never uh, had never kissed a girl at that point. Well, one day it'll happen. Thank you. I'm still, <laughs> still waiting. I'm still holding out hope. I'm working Mary down. <laughs> have you used this? Is this does this make the Rutherford uh, stop romance romance night no. soundtrack? I don't even know if Mary. I don't know if Mary's thoughts about Levert Sweat and Gill. I don't know if she. I don't know if she remembers. Now, have you figured out what? What L- LSG and Nine Inch Nails haven't gone? We've had Nine Inch Nails. We've had LSG. <laughs> yeah. We've had we, you had life's been good to me so far. Joe Walsh. Are these? Uh, no. And then Bone Thugs and Harmony was the uh, fourth. I don't know. What do they all have in common? Mm, anything going on tonight? Oh, football game. Okay, who's playing? Browns and somebody. The Browns and Steelers. Browns and Steelers. Are these all people from Cleveland? You had a 50-50 chance, and you got it yeah. right. All right. There we go. That feels good. Te- well, I, I, I sh- Levert is from Cleveland. Uh, Sweat is from is D.C., and uh, Gill is from Houston. Was from Cleveland. R.I.P. Love you. But, uh, yeah. But but I, I I usually go with Casanova for him. But I, I, figured, I, I think I knew you. I remember you liking this song. So I was like, I, I can stretch it a little bit. Big on LSG. I mean, for, for the record, I mean. Trent Reznor's the only one from Cleveland. The rest of the band isn't. Oh, really? I mean, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> He's pretty much. I said I mean, <laughs> it'd be kind of weird. Trent Reznor pretty much is Nine Inch Nails for the most part, anyway. Uh, Thor's text line is 502-414-1450. Now we just, the text line's just blown up with people just bringing up the, who's going to be the special guest. Oh, I thought, I thought it was either that or the Alamo. I figured it had to be one of the two. Alamo's done. We moved past it. Oh, uh, okay. Text says, uh, Nine Inch Nails tonight, TK. Play closer, unedited version next break. It's worth paying the fine. I can't play closer. <laughs> Do you, know, do you know closer? I don't know. I told you, like, I don't oh, know okay. Nine Inch Nails. There were kids in my, because they were popular when I was like in sixth, seventh, eighth grade, and there were like some kids who were big into skateboarding. They would always draw like the NIN on their, yeah, their, yeah. their knuckles and stuff. Head like a hole was his first like breakout single, but closer was the I wanna bleep you like an animal. Okay, I know dun, that song. Dun. I wanna feel you from the inside. I wanna bleep you like an animal. That may be the only one that I know. I'll bring you closer to God. Texas, congratulations. <laughs> I'm going to walk back going. Someone like flicking water. I'm trying to ignore what's happening here. Yeah. In the, the U of L College of Business Studios has never felt this awkward. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the day after the Syracuse game with the sad house. I mean, it's just weird. Texas says, which former Texas coach has underachieved more, Shaka Smart or Rick Barnes? Well, Shaka's only been a former Texas coach for, what, one year? Yeah, Rick Barnes has been... He's done well, but he never wins in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, but I mean, not everybody... First of all, not everybody... I hate how everybody like, considers that, like... Not everybody wins in the NCAA tournament. Well, yeah. Majority but still, don't. <laughs> but he is, he has not played to his seed line a lot at Tennessee. 
which I think is the complaint by fans there. And he's done a great job like, like based on their history. I mean, Tennessee's a program that's never been to a Final Four. And he's gotten them as, he's gotten them to the Sweet 16. He's never gotten to a regional final. Yeah, but he also did. He, t- he took Texas to a Final Four. He did. But they're saying which is underachieved more post-Texas. Oh, well. Which, Shaka yeah. Smart had one year, and he did pretty well at Marquette last year. So. Yeah, he, uh, his, yeah. I guess Rick Barnes is the answer. I mean. But not no, a whole lot of competition. I would say, there. I would, I would, yeah. I mean, it's hard. You can't do that because Shaka, like you said, don't, the, the sample size is too small. But I'd, I'd still say Shaka. I still think Shaka could, he's going to do good things. He's still, I mean, Shaka was also unlike Barnes' disappointment still. at Texas. He was, and Rick Barnes was. I mean, Barnes also did not take Kevin Durant to the second weekend, which is that aside, he was probably he's still the most successful coach Texas has ever had in basketball. Is he? I mean, Penders took him to the Elite Eight, and that's it. And I can't. They never been to. They never like that was their final only Final Four. That? I'm pretty sure. Man, I mean, I could be wrong, but I feel I'm, like I'm don't had a think coach, I am. I probably I feel like they had a coach like back in the day. No, I that mean that was like a. I don't know. I don't know why we're spending time on this, but Texas has been to three Final Fours. Yeah, see, like nineteen forty three and forty seven, they went to. I feel like there's like okay, one coach from like sorry. the thirty, yeah, like thirties and forties that like they would all look at and be like, he's the best coach we've ever had. Well, who was that coach? Bully Gilstrap, HC Bully Gilstrap. Well, one was Jack Gray. Jack Gray, the pre the Jack Gray years. Yeah, Jack Gray, by the way, had like, ended his career with three straight losing seasons. <laughs> well, it kind of sounds like Rick Barnes. Rick Barnes, I mean, Penders and Barnes are your two biggest. I mean, actually, oh, Barnes took over for Penders. I didn't even realize that. Um, Texture says, wow, TK, that was twice as long as we needed, but thank you, LOL. I don't hear that often. I was going to say. Texas, <laughs> that must not have been from a lady. Texas Louisville Live special guest, Diane Sawyer. <laughs> I think I admitted to you that I didn't even know she was from Louisville until I saw her on the building, right? Seneca High School's finest. I never knew that. Texas, Dino Gaudio coming back, coming in backed by the Chris Mack audio. Dino, I love you, man. <laughs> I love you. It would be the best. It'd be so funny that I would appreciate it. It wouldn't be worth it. It'd be bad for the program and the fans would hate it. I would laugh. It'd be funny. Texas, Louisville Live special guest, the Peck Hickman hologram. That'd be cool. I know we've moved on, but this baffles me that Texas only had Beard is only the fourth coach they've had since 88. Yeah. There you go. I mean, for a school like Texas, you think they'd rotate more. Yeah. Seems crazy. Louisville Live guest, Kendall D'Artes. <laughs> no. <laughs> Poor Kendall. Otis George. <laughs> oh, who was, now, who was the Juco that came in the first year that shattered his face? The guard. You know what I'm talking about. I see your eyes moving because you know what I'm talking about. Prelude Davis? Yes. He... I don't, I don't remember shattering his face. I just remember him not being very good. No, he got, he, like, he got like his nose broken like the first day of practice, and he had to wear like a face guard. I, I, I must have a blank spot there. I don't remember that. And, and I think it delayed him even, even like debuting. I remember he started the first game, and then he was like, we're like, this guy kind of sucks. And he just never played we were, again. He was so hyped. He was, he was supposed to be very he good. He was this Juco coming. It was, I think that was when that Patino's first class? Was yeah. His first was, or his second first year. one? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, the, the Rick Barnes talk of smart questions. I should have specified the question better. It does include the Texas tenure. Oh, then it's Rick Barnes. He's he's the he's the better coach. Shaka Smart, yeah, Shaka Smart's the bigger no number yeah. for sure. There's this Louisville Live special guest Hodge Turner. I I really love Hodge Turner. <laughs> now that that's the one that I even knew you had loved Hodge Turner. I've got his practice jersey. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the my trolling at you on that one, Chad Millard. Chad Miller. <laughs> There's a special guest voice participant, Olivia Hankin. We hyped up Olivia Hankin here locally when she was on that show a lot. Who's Olivia Hankin? She was on that show, The Voice, and she like finished fourth or something. And like, oh. she was like a celebrity for like a, a full year, like every Louisville event. Like she was there. That that Lincoln Bridge group too. I've, n- I've never heard this person in my life. Yeah, you don't you don't you don't stay in up to date. With but you think stuff even a local person, I would at least got like a hint of it. Yeah, 
I am shocked sometimes by what you don't know. So I don't. I never. I never know. <laughs> well, how long? Well, I know the voice. I've heard of it. I've never watched it, but I've heard I haven't of it. either. Texas says a Louisville Live guest, Mr. Clutch, Francisco Garcia. Mr. Clutch. Texas says Louisville Live special guest, Adam Froman. <laughs> Adam Depp. <laughs> if Carlton Banks showed up at Louisville Live, would he get booed? No. No. Alfonso something, I forget his last name. Louisville Live special guest and star of Call Me Cat, Mime Valley. <laughs> that would be... That's, see, that, that's what I was that asking for. That would be for. funny, though. Like, one that would be totally underwhelming, but you could also, like, kind of see it happening, and, like, L just misfiring and being they like... They do, like, a cross... We thought prom- this would be cool. We thought they'd do a cross-promotion with Fox. Yeah. I mean, didn't the Bats just did a cross-promotion with Fox, uh, WDRB, for the that Monarch show? So, by the way, I came home... I had it on Fox the other day, and I came home, like, in the middle of that show... That's why I watched like 10 minutes of it. That show sucks. This is what you said. It's not very good. <laughs> uh, Texas, it might be Jack Harlow, but that's becoming a dead horse at this point. I think it's a safe bet that Jack Harlow. What if it's a horse? Be there. Hey, but it what might, if Rich Strike comes out? It <laughs> might be beating a dead horse at this point. As long as it resonates with the recruits, that's all that matters. If the recruits think it's cool, if they want to you know, get their picture taken with Jack Harlow, you bring Jack Harlow. Uh, Texas says, Johnny Depp performing a concert the next day at the Palace. Clearly, it's him. Well, that would actually be kind of cool. Johnny Depp's performing a concert? I guess. I'm trusting the text line here. Texas says special guest Fred Calgill. <laughs> Texas, how about the Kenny Payne from Cobra Kai? <laughs> I even from Louisville. Texas most underwhelming guest, Mikhail Cunningham, back for one night only. Come on. Mikhail Cunningham was great. Texas, please welcome our special guest, Madison Square Garden banner holder fit. <laughs> Mary Styles. Most underwhelming special guest would be Mick Cronin. He sucks. It's the, it's the Mick Cronin, Cronin hate guy. He's back. The Mick Cronin hate guy. Well, it's, you're you're the old, you're the original Mick Cronin hate guy. What if instead of Brom, it's the Bring Brom Home guy? He like, comes out. <laughs> you. No, it's not me. Texas paper plates are these sweatpants of dishes. I have no idea what that was <laughs> reacting to, but I like. Okay, guy. for yeah, it might be that that is random and always yet very hilarious, and he's 100 percent true. Yeah, I wear sweatpants and I have paper plates in my house. Texas Will Levis moves to the top five on Mel Kiper's big board. Okay. Yeah, again, Hunter Cantwell was there at one point too. Texas says um, more like Stefan Lafleur's. It's Lafleur's, you idiot. It's Lafleur's. No, it's Lafleur's. There's no L. Lafleur's. That's, that's another one like Bohannon that gets mispronounced by yeah, yeah. fans, well, including well. <laughs> including you apparently. <laughs> Uh, Texas special special guest, the Game of Thrones song orchestra. Now we'd be excited about that. Uh, one of my one of my favorite under the radar uh, musicians, Amos uh, Lee. He uh, he finishes all his concerts doing that song. Does really? Yeah, that's cool. Uh, special guest, Roy Filon and such. Classic Charlie Strong throwback. I like it. Uh, Louisville Live special guest, the non crackhead mascot. People hate the new mascot. We have a new mascot. When we did like for like the last four years. I didn't pay attention. It's been bad. I'm shocked. Shocked. Shocked that I didn't pay attention or the. Yes. I mean, I guess I just don't care about the mascot. <laughs> uh, tonight we've got two. Uh, we, we have college games going on Chattanooga versus Illinois. Nobody cares. Coastal Carolina versus Georgia State. The game of note tonight West Virginia on the road taking on Virginia Tech. Uh, Mountaineers, despite being on the road in Blacksburg, are a two and a half point favorite. TK, who you got here? West Virginia. I kind of do too. Who is, the, who is Coastal Carolina playing? Uh, Georgia State. That might be a good game. Well, Coastal Carolina's 3-0. Georgia State is 0-3. I'm thinking Georgia Southern is good. Georgia State is still it's still just a two-and-a-half-point spread. So 
And Coastal, well, Coastal Carolina has not looked good in their first two games. They haven't. Well. No, they've, they've so much struggled. Grayson McCall has not looked good. That would explain the, the small spread there. So yeah. you have it's an ESPN two. The West Virginia Virginia Tech game will be on ESPN on Prime Video. We haven't talked. I think we're the only radio show in America that didn't talk about the Prime Video coverage last week. I thought it was cool. I didn't it watch was it. Fun. I thought it was. They did some new things that were kind of fun. I watched it, but I had to watch it on mute, so I didn't. I just it was basically watching a game on my phone, so I don't know. I like the thing where they track, like they have the little circles and stuff around the players, and it look, makes it look like a video game where they, they follow their routes and stuff. Didn't and even notice. It was interesting. It was it was new. I think it's a. Could be the future, but Steelers on the road, taking on the Browns. Cleveland giving four and a half points at First Energy Stadium. 8-15 is the kickoff. Trevor, who you got here? Oh, what was the line again? Say it one time. Cleveland minus four and a half. At home? Yeah. Um, Browns winning cover. It's going to be a gross game. Steelers straight up. Give it to me. Think Steelers come back and win this game? Straight up. They needed like six turnovers and nine sacks to beat Cincinnati. That's what they're going to have to have tonight. It's going to be gross. I don't know if they're getting that. I mean, don't get me wrong. Jacoby Brissett is, is not good. but Nobody's good in this game. These teams suck. I mean, no. Lions would beat both Nick by Nick Chubb doesn't suck. Kareem Hunt doesn't suck. Nick Chubb's fine. Mari Cooper's okay. Everybody else sucks. Mari Cooper kind of sucks. Does he? he? Well, I mean, I used to hate Mari Cooper and, until he made me laugh so much when he when he called Dak Prescott the the black Kirk Cousins. <laughs> That's what got him traded from Dallas. <laughs> Not a great line. Uh, we're done here. We're out of here again. Short show. We have Jody Dummy and the Cardinal Insider coming up next. Yes, Bats baseball back in action against Nashville Sound. Uh, 6.05, the coverage starts here. 6.35 is the first pitch. Tomorrow, normal show, 3 to 6. You'll have a full three hours. We'll dive fully into this UofL South Florida game, make our predictions, do our weekly picks as well. So make sure you tune in tomorrow at 3 o'clock. Everybody have a fantastic Thursday. We'll see you guys tomorrow.